41st episode? 41th? 41th, 40th, um, of this, this damn podcast thing that I do on here on Twitch. On, the, on, on good old Twitch. 41th, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> how are you doing, Steve? I'm fantastic, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. It's been a it's been a good day. It's been a pretty good week. Work is picking yeah. up, sort of, kind of. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody, Nobody knows. knows. You, it could be shut down tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. So, what have you been up? What have you been up to during all this shit? I know. I think you guys. Yeah, you guys were like recording the record during all this, right? Oh, we we got it in like right under the buzzer. Really? Had, like, yeah, I got it submitted and uh, ready for mix and mastering, like, uh, like sometime February, March, like is when we were starting to do that. So we had already finished all the, uh, like, actual recording and having to fly out there and stuff. We were already done oh, with that. Shit. Okay. <clears throat> so, like, right as everything was going into lockdown, we were able to shut down, or not shut down, but like <laughs> stay at home. I mean, stay at so, home, yeah. <laughs> shut ourselves down, yeah. yeah so we cool. got it, got it in just in time. Dude, that's like perfect fucking timing. Yeah, I know. And then there's just that struggle of like, okay, it's done, but do we release it or? Yeah, that's what everyone, everyone's like that. And I'm like, well, you got to sit it. How long are you going to sit on this thing for? Yeah, I know. It's like you, you're like losing momentum by the day. Yeah. But like, I mean, especially too, Ruins is. Uh, What's that? Uh, Ruins is one of those bands that always has like at least a couple years, sometimes three in between albums. So yeah, I've noticed that, which I think is good. I think a lot of bands rush records. I'm like, why are you yeah, rushing I think, this damn thing? Yeah, it's definitely easy to rush a record, but Joe's not that kind of guy. He's going to just... No, he's not. His brain is just going <laughs> to keep going and going and push push till he gets the best product he can. And yeah. that plus like figuring things out, like with me being the new guy and stuff, you know, combination of those things. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, how was that? I guess, yeah. I mean, how was that transition? Did like the Within the Ruins fans accept you right away? I don't, I don't know if I saw any hate really. <clears throat> No, I remember I've, at least I've seen I've seen mostly any of the ones that aren't like it's been pretty much all positive like across the board which is you know cool there's a little bit of nervousness going into it I think yeah um, especially when so long. <laughs> he was in it for so long yeah and it's like whether you know you liked his vocals or not you were just used to him so anytime a guy's been in that band long enough like that's the voice that's what people are used yeah, to yeah that's what you used to yeah so you know the the worst i've really seen is like neutral neutral stuff more of like new guys good but i miss tim like and that's expected i don't i don't really mind stuff like that and but there hasn't really been anything super negative where people are like dude new guy blows and like, <laughs> I <haven't seen> <laughs> no i know like when it all went down when i heard about tim quitting <clears throat> or stepping down or whatever and they were getting you. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's perfect." So I'm like, "That makes total sense." <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes the most sense. It's like we've been friends with the, that band for so long. Oh, Paolo's God. already in it, so I now know. it's just like, like half STM, half Ruins, and it's like a, just it's you couldn't ask for a better transition. No, uh, definitely you know? not. And Tim was Tim's always been super grateful about it. Like since the beginning, he's been always uh, very graceful and handing over the duties to me and stuff. Yeah, I know. So he did, he's like, if it's, his last if it's show was in Brooklyn, wasn't it? What's up? His last show was like in Brooklyn with you guys? Yeah, we did or one in one in Brooklyn at uh, Kingsman. That's and then right. and in the like New England Metal Fest, we uh, yeah. I came out like I, he did the whole set and I came out for um, for calling card. Oh, okay. the very last the very last song of the set. And I came out then and that was kind of like the 
the like the moment of like okay now i'm kind of taking over at that point so yeah. he had those kind of like that kind of that weekend of uh like final shows yeah that's dope yeah i wish i was able to make it to one of those I have, yeah, it was cool i've known tim for so long probably i think we met back in like 2003 or four this is oh, his old band she's a liar yeah <laughs> it's like the one like old band name i'll never forget <laughs> so, yeah. so always make fun of them for it <laughs> my god fuck you guys name your band she's a liar <laughs> Who who is she? Is first of all, who is she? Or do yeah. you know that she's lying, or is, is that are you just making this up to look cool? Exactly. But yeah, but, he's always. He, I mean, Tim's doing great. He's killing. Yeah, it. he is. He's got real, like really cool life stuff going on with the shop and mm -hmm. things with Nikki, and uh, seems like he's doing really well. We still we talk. We still talk a lot. So it's like that's dope. I gotta hit him up soon. The last time I saw him, he was um, in Dallas. Uh, you know, they were down here for like some. I think it was Ink Master. Oh, wasn't she on it? His wife. Yeah, I think that was the. Yeah, I think that was. I think it was Ink Master. I think it I was Ink Master. I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't watching. Um, <laughs> I wasn't watching a lot of that. I never really like for yeah, somebody that I never has did a lot of tattoos. I never actually even watched the show. I'm just. No. I feel like in a way. I feel like in a way, it's either for people that like work for tattoo shops. Or people that don't know much about tattoo culture and just want to like look. I don't and see what know, it's and about. And I could be, I could be, yeah, see what it's about. I could totally be speaking out of my ass right now, but that's kind of how I felt about those yeah. shows. I was like, okay, tattoos, cool. Anyways. Yeah, I remember going to it. He was like, yo, come out, hang out, and it was like me. I'm pretty sure Orlando came with me. Um, I don't think Mike. I don't think Zemer did, but we went out to it, and uh, they were just like shooting different scenes, and then like they they wanted like a sort of a crowd there you know like mingling and drinking and so they had like free alcohol so that was like a perk of going oh that's cool <laughs> tim's like there's gonna be free alcohol i'm like oh okay yeah, i'll be there <laughs> and then, i was on the fence so yeah free, free yeah. booze oh like, okay how early am i allowed to be there <laughs> yeah <laughs> when can i get the free booze at exactly what time do does they have it ready do they have it ready before the doors open or can i <laughs> like can I pregame can I pregame <laughs> yeah I don't do have to I wait have to yeah I don't have to wait for the cameras to be on for me to do this <clears throat> no just <laughs> just where is it just point, yeah. just point, point where it is <laughs> yeah nice I'll, good to see you good yeah. to see you but <laughs> I'll, I'll act like I'm talking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh man so yeah. how, do, how do we first meet this is sometimes I like to ask this question with people that I've known for a while I'm trying oh, to remember yeah. when the fuck do, do you remember I, I remember this. I remember I remember <laughs> vaguely. I want to say it was um it was around do you when I it was around when I filled in for American Me, I think, oh, on yeah. that I'm gonna pop American open Dream my drink. Tour. Huh? If it's a truly I'm gonna pop open my drink. That's the drink I, I have. You chose us. truly. I like, actually have a couple I don't of ha I haven't drank in like like a month. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking so, gotta take a break. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was, but anyway. I've been on and off doing that too especially before the bar oh, yeah. opened back up i was like going like maybe drinking once a week if that you know it did i haven't barely <laughs> it's a good it's a good reset like after it after is. a few days you're kind of like okay now i'm just kind of on a cool kick yeah exactly but the lemonade one dude it's the lemonade one the lemonades really are so good. sick Which i've had it in my fridge for like three months truly <laughs> original lemonade the okay yeah i actually had yeah. one of those a couple days ago on saturday the actual the it's OG refreshing lemonade. They are. Um, They're less, but I like White Claws, but Chulies are good. Dude, Chulies are better. Yeah. Anyway, 
So oh, when yeah. was so when was it? <laughs> so you, it was remember? around. It was around then. So that would have been 2010. Yeah. Um, and maybe shortly after I did that tour, I want to say because like obviously I was doing it to kind of help put Silence the Messenger out there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and for anybody, anyway, I was check I got that the, out. I got the Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA. Fuck yes, Stone Cold yes. Steve Austin. 316, baby. Where did, doesn't he live in Texas? Uh, Victoria, or Where he has that? a he. I think he's got a place out in California too. Um, oh, okay, makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, but the the actual El Segundo Brewing Company is a, is not Texas though. It's somewhere else. Oh, it's somewhere else. Yeah, he kind of <clears throat> just uh, just kind of collabed with him. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think it was around 2010, and we, I was finishing up with that American Me tour, and you know I had basically befriended Mike Nordine slightly before that. Oh, dude, Mike, shit, I haven't heard that yeah. name in so long. Yeah, I know, dude. He basically, I, I love the guy so much, and I miss him. But he basically fell off the grid, you know, once like artery stopped being a thing, and yeah, uh, I noticed <clears> that. And he, yeah, I think he had a he had a kid. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he was the one though, like I was trying to, you know, get some help for STM at the time mm -hmm. and we were just trying to get some out of San Antonio shows and he suggested that I talk to you. And so James oh, and I, it was. James and I hit you up about just not, not picking up STM per se, but just like, Hey, can you give us some contacts that we can book our own shows? Mm -hmm. And you actually, I think you actually gave us like two or three. It was very kind of you back in the day. You didn't have to do that. But <laughs> <laughs> What year was that? Jeez, man, that had so to that be. 2010 2011 yeah that sounds right yeah because i always remember that 2010 was that was that tour it was like april 1st through may 15th and i remember it was a, exactly like a month and a half long run because i had to ask off from uh best buy at the time oh that yeah was, i forgot you worked was, there yep that was cool so that was <laughs> that was it and i don't but that was like an email exchange i don't remember the first time we actually like hung out in person though it would have yeah, obviously know. been sometime after that obviously a show, a I guess. show probably right yeah, I want to say one of the first ones might have been. I think you were hanging out with this or the apocalypse. Oh, at the, yes. at the rabbit. At the yeah. rabbit. Um, that, I don't know if that was the first time, but I remember that being one of them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this band's cool. And, yeah. Um, Love fucking Toda. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it was probably at White Rabbit. God, I miss that fucking place. Dude, me too. I saw somebody actually post about it the other day. It was like, rest in peace to the greatest venue ever. Yeah. Do you think, since you obviously live in San Antonio, do you, did San Antonio feel a shift? Did things get weird with shows at that time? I don't know. What, you know what I'm saying? Like, after the rabbit closed, did everything just feel weird after that? Yeah. So I feel uh, like, like it did. Because there was a time, it was like, rabbit had closed. And then, so like shows where anything that was gonna be at the White Rabbit went to Alamo City Music Hall or went to maybe a couple other smaller venues around town. The like stuff just kind of got dispersed. There was already stuff booked, shows booked there, and so stuff oh, kind of had to get yeah put moved somewhere around. else, right? Yeah, and so Jen Jen was like, you know, scrambling to put shows where other places and um, and then so so there wasn't any White Rabbit for a little while, and then it finally came back as Paper Tiger. Mm -hmm. But then over all this you know, past year with everything being the way it is paper tiger, then shut down at least for now. So, Oh, are they still like, okay. Or do you not know? <clears throat> I, I haven't heard anything. No, I haven't really heard much about it. last. I heard they were just kind of like, they gave up trying to keep it afloat for now. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, 
it's hard unless they can because they don't have a kitchen there do they or anything no i mean right not from what i remember no but how sick would it be if that pizza spot was still open there oh dude that pizza was just the best that was literally the best so good dude it's like you couldn't go to a show without like taking a break in your night somewhere like (laughs) like i've been i've had all right i've had 18 beers i need to get a pizza real quick (laughs) yeah exactly i need a slice of fucking pizza right now it's definitely the few times i've been there i've been extremely trashed you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome yeah at least at least half of those have to have been my fault i'm sure probably yes <clears throat> dude it was so much uh, that was like I, I it's crazy because like when white rabbit was open and you know i i never i was at that time i was never uh putting any tours in austin like no bands even asked me to it was always like oh, yeah. yeah put us at rabbit yeah. put us at the rabbit well, all the time dude Dude, every time. And what's crazy is like when I was in high school, I was just pl- starting to play in a couple different, a couple bands, you know, yeah. at, like the lot, like my senior year or so. And then uh, early, I did go to college for a, three semesters. So I was, I, I, I get to say that I went to college for a little bit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I did, but then STM started touring and I was like, well, I can go back to school if I need to, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta tour while I'm young. Um, but I remember the first time a band I was in in high school got to play the rabbit. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh cool. It was like a, some Easter Friday, the 13th show. Ah, okay. And I walked in and I remember looking at it. I didn't know what to expect. I'd never been there before. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like, this place is a fucking dump. Oh yeah, but, dude. <laughs> but like, I didn't know any better. Cause I'm a kid in high school. No, I don't, you don't I, know any better. I don't know any better. And now like once you start touring and playing shows with that, you know, touring bands and making friends oh, yeah. and, playing shows elsewhere you realize how good you have it and the white rabbit was a fucking godsend like it's just such it's such a sick venue even even as paper tiger like it was still cool yeah uh, but man those 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 days like the myspace white rabbit days oh, just like man. so untouchable like the shows were unreal dude, uh, the so, history the best, there best times dude and then but then you also hear like i i've heard countless touring dudes that are like like dude white rabbit is easily like top three venues in the country it really like, was though. I mean, it was like literally everybody, every every band that I worked with, every band that I was friends with and stuff. You know, everyone was just like, "That was the spot. That's where you go in San Antonio." Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I felt I, I, I immediately like regretted like calling it a dump. So yeah. <laughs> if any local San Antonio no, it was friends the... are watching, that was, I was young. I was you know seventeen. Give me it, a break. I didn't it, know. It was the same. Now I was a treasure. Yeah, when I grew up in Poughkeepsie, New York, so like the Chance Theater, it was like oh yeah. You know, when I first went there, when I was like fucking fifteen or something. It was who did I, I? It was like four, like fourteen or fifteen, and I saw like Converge, Hatebreed, Poison the Well, first Thanks. show ever there, dude. It was like insane, and um, I was I remember walking in and just like, wow, what a fucking dump this is. And then as I got older, I was like, this place fucking rules. Yeah, this place is great. I'm like, what am I? Well, why did I say that? I'm just a yeah, young why? dumb kid. Yeah, and then you start playing actual dumps, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, we've all seen some fucking dumps out there. No offense. I don't really no, care. No offense, they just they just exist. They just exist, you... and sometimes you gotta fucking play them. <laughs> it's the, it's the <laughs> way of the room. fucking fortunately. <laughs> yeah, and then you gotta find a place to poop. God. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, dude, the rabbit. <laughs> oh my god. god. You had the, the the best one to do. You could take a poop in the. Uh, I'm so glad the combo went to poop so quickly. You could. <laughs> 
<clears throat> that that smaller the small stage the backstage room actually yeah. had that nice that nice that bathroom that was actually pretty all right yeah that, that, that was, was like a decent one the decent one yeah it was like okay and you humor. can use that mm-hmm. that's yeah it's it's acceptable um i never had to use that shower but i always lived there so it didn't really matter but <laughs> yeah. if i had to poop it would it would pass it was passable but not that main that main restroom uh-uh no mm-hmm. way not it's at like all, a dude like a dark drippy wet floor cave yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even alex, Just, alex said i low-key love the dump spots i i mean i do too like some dude there's some out there in, in the u.s that are just like such a dump i'm trying to think there was uh i'm trying to think of like other spots i mean the chance was a fucking dump club panel <clears throat> like the small room downstairs was such a fucking dump but it was such a good time because it was like 130 cap room and they would always oversell it like triple it oh yeah more than that i've seen like four or five hundred people in there for like converge and shit i've seen everyone in there yeah uh but that's to be wild yeah like all the fucking time oh next kung fu you know i've never been to kung fu necktie in philly i've legitimately i've only been to two shows in philly and they were not there or voltage lounge i've never even been the voltage lounge yeah, that was we played a show with. Uh, we were doing some headlining stuff like two it's summers totally ago, nice. and we got we got to do a show at Voltage uh, with with Impending Doom was doing like a few. Oh months. yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty sick. I was, uh, like in like a couple of like Manny and Eric that used to be in uh, Devastated, mm-hmm. and before that, Oblige. Do you remember Oblige? Oh yeah, I yeah. remember Oblige. Oh yeah, dude. I see. That's one thing. Like Oblige was cool, but I fucking loved the Devastated. The Devastated was such a the band name I thought was awesome. They had this it. cool, grimy, gritty like, logo. like that 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 logo was so <laughs> logo cool, like the sick. neon green yep. and that artwork. That artwork that was just like pencil, like a pencil sketch of some monster. Yeah. Dude, and Greg's vocals on that were so dirty. Everything about it was dirty and just disgusting. I fucking loved it. That band was. <laughs> I'm so mad. They were, and, dude, and they didn't last that long. No. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Nick when, we, the... when we worked with Trevor for a little bit, he he was working with Devastated. Oh, I remember, yeah, yeah. Uh, he put us on like a Devastated uh, headlining run that almost didn't happen. They were kind of unsure about it, and that's fine. Like we were friends and stuff, but yeah, um, it almost didn't happen. Like they didn't show up to the first show. The, some of the dates were just sketchy, and like, but you know, whatever. There was <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Just go do it. <laughs> let's go do it. There was one. There was one show like in Phoenix where like we weren't really sure how it was gonna be. We're like, well, this kind of blows, but like whatever. Yeah. They all came out. They all came out in like I think sunglasses. And it was like a one of those stages that's like you know like a few inches off the ground. Like oh dude. Oh wait, which where, was it? The Nile underneath the basement? No, no, no. Oh, the it was Nile. Some, no, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I remember being in a shopping center, some small, some small place. Like it yeah. Could have been, I think it was. I think it was next to like a pet store or some something. I, yeah, I gotta look it up, but I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. I can picture it in my head. Phoenix. It was Phoenix, like, right? You said. <clears throat> hmm? it I think it's either Phoenix. Yeah, it wasn't Tucson. Said? I think it was Phoenix. Okay. Almost certainly Phoenix. But then you, but then you go, you know, not too far away, and you're at the Rock in Tucson, and that's a that's a solid venue. I like. Yeah, the spot. Rock down there is good. The old the Club Red Spot, maybe. Yeah, Nick in the chat, big buddy Nick. He's like uh, suffocations. TM, he manages bands like Internal Bleeding and stuff. Oh, <laughs> he said that Kung Fu necktie place in Philly. He said, I went there with suffocation. We walked in. Two steps in, we walked out and reevaluated our life decisions. <laughs> Dude, Suffo played Kung Fu necktie? Isn't that like a 150 cap room? 
What? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Dude, what? So they did end up playing it, though? That's insane to me. I've never been there before, but I know the cap. It's like 150, if that. Uh-huh. He said on paper in reality, like 75 people. Yeah. 75 so people. one of those places. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where they're like, yeah, oh. 200 <clears throat> cap, and you walk in like, you can only fit 50. What? <laughs> what was the i have to dude i have to i have to bring it up not even to, not even to throw you under the bus but oh, just cool. because we were we were doing a like we're talking small rooms when we did that stm tour with seeker oh geez and, and triumph it was like the first or second date that was it hey, sounded was like it? It, it was uh in oklahoma i want to say it was it was like some guy's first name it was like his place or something but we're like okay know. that's just the name of the venue that. it was literally some dude's house Literally, some dude's house. Was it? You know. Yes. We could probably, yeah, man. Uh, we might be able to find that one on Bryce. He was always the Oklahoma guy. He was always like, "Okay, put it here or there." Let me. I need to look this up right now. Dude, yeah, yeah. I'm on that uh, page. Man. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you can find that, so like, much with a make, Nick. I couldn't. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like literally some dude's house. We had to load in through the front door, like walk through the find kitchen, it. and then there was like a like a uh, small like almost garage area mm-hmm. like there was just two steps down oh, and there was a literal a literal mattress against the the wall where oh you would set God, up stop. set up the drums and i'm not exaggerating at all there was an actual mattress up against the wall yeah covering yeah. up covering up black mold in covering this up like, black mold oh yeah dude this shitty stained mattress was covering up a black mold big black mold spot and there was some in the corners and stuff and it was just found like a it. small it was just like you found it rudy's Rudy's, that's the one. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Literally, some guy named Rudy's and house. Tulsa. There you go. <laughs> God, it was. That was just something. Oh my God, I'm, I'm trying to. It's so funny. I'm trying <laughs> to let you remember, like, like who booked it or something. Oh but that's and, fucking gross, dude. And to and to put a, and to put a wow. to put a cherry put a cherry on that fucking night. Our battery <laughs> died. Our battery died, and so we our oh, van and trailer was yeah. stuck in the fucking dude's like uh, lawn, basically. Oh. And uh, James, who did it? <laughs> I think so. James and I. James and I had to go to a Walmart <laughs> with somebody from the show volunteered to like drive us to a Walmart that was like 20 minutes away to yeah. get a battery, and we had to come back in and like install the battery ourselves. And like Paolo was still sleeping in the van and shit. Like, <laughs> of course and it, was it was freezing. It was <laughs> if anyone's going to is Paolo. And uh, it was freezing out. Like, it was just awful. It was turning midnight, like, super late at night. And we were just oh stranded at, in Rudy's fucking lawn. In with- <laughs> Rudy's fucking lawn, you know? <laughs> that was a that was a good one. I, I love oh, that story dude. dearly. So, <laughs> small cap rooms. Gotta love them. Oh, yeah. Nick said my, for Kung Fu Necktie, my merch area was in a booth table spot, but you couldn't move the table. I was standing on the bar selling merch with my megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> And then Alex said he was trying to guess. I guess the place in Oklahoma. He said Bubba Spins, the flop oh. house. And he said, "Did he have weird cameras in the living room? What fucking <laughs> place did you play, man? What is that all? Oh, about? there's Adam. Oceano Adam. Oh, really? Black Mar? Yeah, right there. Black oh, I see Mario. him. Hey, there he is. There he is. The homie. Damn. What's up, dude? What's up, Adam? My guy. <laughs> dude, man, that yeah. Good times I back friends. then. I know. I miss friends too. It's weird. I saw Adam back in, when did we see each other? It was that Oceano headliner. It was like December I saw him. They did like a short headliner, and then they went into that Bone of Osiris tour. Remember? I think, right? 
Which here in Austin? Austin. I don't think you were. Were you there? No, you weren't there. No, I, man. I want to say maybe the last time I saw Adam was in uh, <laughs> when they were out with betraying the martyrs, and <clears throat> we took like oh, me yeah. and Aaron. Yeah, you came up. Uh, me and me and Aaron were taking some like just like we were testing out portrait mode on the iPhone had just come out, so we were testing out portrait mode selfies on my camera. Yeah. And there's there's like these we're, like I still have them. They're they're still on my phone. But there's these funny ones of like Adam. He had just been Oceano just finished her set, and he's all tired, like in the back of our selfies with me and Aaron are fucking around. He's all like exhausted looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's fun but it's funny it's he he laughs at him so we always ta- always tag him anytime i post one of those let's tag him in the, in yeah the <laughs> they're funny though so but yeah oh, man thank you adam fuck yeah so th- let's talk about the early years of steve when did you first like start screaming <laughs> <clears throat> um <laughs> I love asking that question. So when did you start when yelling you just, at people? When did you, when did you start yelling? Yeah, well, it wasn't you... for a while until I was doing it at people. It started when I was doing it to the fucking wall. Um, <laughs> like, so I, I lived, so I'm like born and raised in Texas, except for a random three years that I lived in Utah. My dad's job oh. took us there. Oh, no um, shit. Okay. Yeah. And then like late middle school, early high school, and then we moved back. But I was just randomly out in Utah for like three years. And that was where I really started to like dive in fucking deep to like uh, new metal and stuff. And that Mm. was where I was really driving in. And you could put a pin in that if you want. But I'll just go all day talking about new metal. Oh, dude, yeah. Well, we can can get together and do something about that. (laughs) (laughs) We can do something about that. We can do it. We can have a truly about it. Yes. So. So I would just like I started, you know, getting into what I would see on like Headbangers Ball and uh, stuff like that. And I would just buy, you know, new metal albums. I'd buy like Corn, I'd buy Disturbed, Linkin Park, Slipknot, all of it. Oh, yeah. And I would put I still have the boombox, too. It's just like big Sony really? boombox. And I would just but I had a basement. So it wasn't, you know, like on regular level, I had a basement. And like, yeah. when my parents would leave, I would put on a CD and start screaming to it and just try to mimic what I heard them doing. Um, how old were you dude i was like 15 couldn't even drive yet yeah i mean that's yeah i started getting into those bands around like i don't know 13 14 yeah it started with corn like the first the first heavy thing the first heavy thing i ever saw was uh freak on a leash uh was on like trl i think yeah yeah and that's when they started blowing up yeah and i lost my mind and it just kind of went went it went from there but i was just like just trying to mimic stuff when i was a teenager and i was, you know some of those dudes are actually like really good vocalists like being able oh, to oh yeah and without like some of the training like the melissa cross and different vocal techniques and stuff weren't exactly floating around the internet at that time mm-hmm. uh so they were just doing it and to me it's even more impressive now to like go back and listen to some of that stuff and watch them and realize what they were doing was just raw natural talent and i was Literally. just kind of trying to mimic that so it kind of just started there and then turned into a couple like high school bands and um, whatnot after that, and <clears throat> little by little, and then eventually joined STM in like late 2007. So, um, were you behind starting that band, or were they already a band? No, it was actually, dude, it was already a thing. Um, what's funny is, uh, so I joined it playing bass. Um, oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, but they scheduled a tryout, and James and I were both scheduled on the same day, so we went to like they had double booked the tri- the bass player tryout. Yeah, and. Uh, so I had bought I have like all this cool gear and stuff that I had bought. Like I had this like heart key cab. I had a nice like uh, SR5 like Ibanez 
bass. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'd put some money into it and I'd studied a couple songs and like I remember specifically I was wearing this through the eyes of the dead shirt. Like oh, I was I was fuck yeah. Dude, I went so <laughs> I went in so prepared. I went in so prepared to impress them and be like, I look the part, I've got the gear, I know the songs, blah, blah, blah. And they fucking still chose James because he worked at Guitar Center at the time. And I was like, y'all are cocks. <laughs> but then... That's good. Yeah, but then like two weeks later, they kicked out one of the guitarists. They moved James, because James actually played guitar to begin with. He was just trying uh, out for bass. But gotcha. they kicked out a guitarist, moved him over, they brought me in. And then little by little, we kind of just started kicking out members. Because uh, like... <laughs> Well, dudes were like, dudes were well, lazy. Flaking, and yeah. They're not serious. They were serious. flaky and lazy, and like did did a bunch of drugs and stuff. Then they eventually oh, yeah. kicked out the they kicked out the singer, and they knew that I had been messing around in a couple other bands prior. They're like, do you want to try vocals? Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, it was bad. Like the, the if you, I don't know if you could find them, you might be able to. I know Paolo has them on his computer. Does he? But like but videos, old, not video, but old Silence the Messenger recordings. Um, the old singer. He, I'm not gonna say his name out loud, but it, yeah, I, it probably it wouldn't even matter because he doesn't really he does he's not involved with anything. But yeah, yeah. it was so yeah. it was so bad that he literally would go into the studio and do like those fake like <laughs> noises. Oh god! But he didn't actually have lyrics. He would just make noises and write lyrics to them later. He just had like patterns and stuff, and he made noises. What and he the, wrote the fuck? Yeah, it was that. It was really bad. So they eventually kicked him out because he was like big into drugs and shit. And they're like, "Well, do you want to try?" And then after the first practice, they're they're like, "All right, you're just gonna stay vocals." And then that's kind of where it like that's officially where it started. St- that's where it like officially started. Yeah, yeah. it's probably like 2008 or so. Damn. Like doing vocal vocals, but no, it was none of us were the original members. We just basically slowly kicked people out. We kept James, got this, got rid of this other guitarist, brought Paolo in. Uh, kicked our drummer at the time out and then uh, we got a guy named jonathan that went on to play for a pond and burning body for a little while oh really yeah so and then like our bassist at the time he actually left um he played uh he played with a pond and burning body for a little while too like we were i was like and now what's what's fun i know it's rough it was like that plus like me and Paolo now being within the ruins is like fuck was silence the messenger just never supposed to be a thing like it was all like i mean yeah i mean i guess members all Members all went and did big stuff, but then like the yeah. band itself like just got fucked. I've seen it happen with like other <clears throat> bands, like smaller bands, where it's like they're like doing shit, and then like members just like left to like other bands that then those bands like took off. Yeah, it's... like uh, uh, what's his what's his name from uh, um, that's uh, in uh, Ice Nine Kills now. Ricky. Yeah, Ricky. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he yeah. grinded in Toto for fucking just as long as probably Signs the Messenger, longer yeah. maybe. I don't, I don't, I forget when Toto started, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Toto definitely should have taken off. I mean, same with Signs the Messenger. Just like some bands, just don't. It doesn't happen for whatever reason. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's yeah. just so weird how it works. You like know? even and, the last Toto record, I was like, this record's it's so good. Like I still go back and listen to it because it's so fucking good. And I'm like, it, then it pisses me off because I was like, why? Why did no one? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? What happened? But uh, Toto, <laughs> this is the yeah. apocalypse. <laughs> Toto. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, Toto. Yeah, I remember liking that band too. They were, yeah, they were sick. They had, they had then, cool stuff. They easily could have been a big band. You know, just, and just then don't got, get dealt the right cards sometimes. I remember that was, Ricky telling me like, yeah, I got out, you know, um, um, they asked me, you know, Spencer, the singer mm-hmm. asked him, was like, 
uh, can you fill in for guitar? It was him filling in guitar on Warp Tour. And Ricky was like, he didn't really wanted to do it. He was like, he had other shit going on with his studio. Because he's yeah. been pursuing that so much, being a producer. And he's really good at it. And he writes good fucking songs, too. He's a great vocalist, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't really want to do it. And then he's like, oh, the paycheck looks good. He's like, fuck it, I'll do it. And he did it. And he's like, I had a blast. He had a blast. And he's yeah. like, and then they just like, I, I feel like him, that's when like him and Spencer got closer together. And yeah. now they're like really good friends. And he's like, I, I love it. It's great. Yeah. I'm, that's a, I didn't really listen to Ice Nine before that Silver Scream album came out. Yeah. Um, but when it did, I, I fell in love with it. And I, I just, if I had a physical copy of it, it would be like, skipping and like scratch the shit because i play it so often yeah like every every album. halloween i'm like it's october 1st and i just want to play that <laughs> album like over and over and so obviously not this this october but the previous one they came mm. through with uh uh fit for a king and oh, yeah. uh stack lineup. So, yeah that's yeah that was a stacked lineup and they got to do like this sick headlining set and uh i just you know all the costume changes were wild and it was a, a super cool show so like that's really cool he hopped onto something Something that took off like that. Yeah, know, even Jack him. did. Or not Jack. Why did I say Jack? Jack did not do it. <laughs> no, but even, um, let's say, Dan Sugarman. He was uh-huh. in uh, as Blood Runs Black for a little bit, for a few years. And then, I mean, he grinded to his solo stuff, then got into Ice Nine. Yep. And um, there's someone else in the band, too. I can't remember. But, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's that crazy way. how that... It's, it's crazy how that stuff kind of works, you know? Like, I used to be that super... Because I had a few... I, I don't always throw the names out there but i, I had mm-hmm. like a few diff- i've had a few different offers to join other bands when uh stm was still going on and i turned them all down because i wanted like you want to do your thing i wanted to do my thing like it, you know it wasn't te- i wasn't technically an original member but we the band didn't do anything until james and i took it over and well, made yeah, it thing. exactly yeah. so it's still basically my baby and like that's what i really wanted you always want that like no i built this from the ground up and it's like a pride thing and it is yeah it's hard to leave so, it yeah it, it really was and so i turned down some offers to 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 do other bands and you know then but like for what you know yeah stm yeah. ended up falling apart and so i kind of just you know lucked out just knowing friends that needed a, needed a guy and it worked out worked out for me but it doesn't always work out for everybody and so mm-hmm. i think looking back on it now i i'm glad that i didn't take those other gigs but i feel like now if i were to give advice to dudes that are in smaller bands and if you get an offer to do something possibly permanently with a well-established band i i, I would used to say no like you know follow your heart do your thing you know stay strong and you're you know whatever yeah, but now i'd be like yeah. you should probably take that you know yeah uh, i would say so i mean like if your current band is just it's say you've been in it for a good while and it's just not taking off and you do have an offer to join or you try out or you know try out join you know, whatever or fill in and that could become a permanent position if it works out yeah that's like an opportunity on the table for you and, and it's a good band you know obviously do some research make sure like the people in the band are good people you know mm-hmm. if you don't know who the fuck they are at all uh, you yep. should probably you know if it all looks good you know they're not shitheads you should probably yeah. just give it a shot you know yeah well, yeah exactly and like one of one of the ones that like it was after stm broke up and I'm, and I'm not gonna say who the band was but i talked to a couple touring friends about hey i've got an opportunity to join this band yeah and, and they were like you wouldn't like it you wouldn't like it it sounds cool on paper but you wouldn't have a good time like mm. 
you're, you know. Yeah, you got to do, do your, you got to ask around. Just don't yeah, know. and I and I'm yeah, I'm glad that that ended up not working out, but yeah. it worked out really well for somebody else, and I that's think good. fits fits the band a lot better, anyways. That, so that's definitely good. <clears throat> and it's not it's not any it's not anything recent. It, this was from like 2016 or something. Oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah. It was it was very it was very early post STM, but uh, gotcha. Yeah, so it's not like I'm giving out any clues as to who it was. Yeah, but, I, but so, I don't even think I know. I don't know if you ever told me. <laughs> I, I could tell you on the side. Yeah, I might have told you at one you point. Might have, I, tell me later, and I'll probably remember. I'll probably be, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, because we, we might have even talked about it when we went up to oh, wait, South what by So What. South by So What. Oh, wait, I think I know who it is. <laughs> I think it just clicked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll text you afterwards. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's crazy how like in the the music yeah. scene, it's like change. It's changed so much. Like it. It has a lot. There's, there's so much more stuff. Like there's so many more bands now, and like people can do stuff on their own, and mm-hmm. like nobody. Like, dude, I used to do that. Like printing out physical flyers. Like, and oh man, All dude, we used to have like STM demos before we put out an EP that was literally like three songs. We, me and James would literally go to Hot Topics and drop them off. Like all the grunt work. That was like the move everywhere. That was you know like. Going to the mall and passing out flyers or your demos was mm-hmm. a thing that happened like everywhere. I wasted so much of my parents' ink from the printer. Oh Jesus, dude! <laughs> there was one time, and I've said it before on this. I don't know what episode it was, but I worked for um, Office Depot, and I worked in the. I remember I got hired there, and the uh, the guy, the manager, was like, um, "So he's like, he kind of showed me, you know, shows showed me around. He's like." Here, I'll put you in the print department one day, then I'll put you over here the next day, I'll put you over here then you know in this department the next day. And then you, you kind of tell me where you feel comfortable in and what you like. And I'm like, oh cool, that's rad. So I got like I was all about the print department and I learned everything pretty fast in the in the like few days, like two, three shifts. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, yo, I like being here and the dude that like ran the print department was really fucking cool too. And we like clicked and like um, it just worked out well. But I remember just, dude, <laughs> that's when I was booking shows at, at the Chance in Poughkeepsie. And I would uh-huh. literally print colored flyers and posters. You went colored? <laughs> I went, went color. colored. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking like 2000, when I booked shows there, like 2005 or six for like, it went on for like two, three years. And I, yeah, I would always have like colored flyers, colored posters up and shit. And I did it. I just, I never paid for any of it. I just did it under the tail. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they never got mad at you or like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, I would game? tell them, like, I would come in on a, sh- like, I wasn't even working one day. There's been like a few times I would, on days I wasn't working. And I was like, yo, I got to print out these like flowers. I need to do like a hundred of them. He's like, yeah, go for it. Whatever. I was like, okay. See, I'm all like, I'm all just doing it at my house, like yeah. printing off my fucking dad's printer. Oh, I've done shit. that too. And then I got that job and I was like, oh, don't got to do that no more. Sorry, sorry, Dad. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> Killing all the ink. <laughs> but I don't know. It's I know. Yeah. I'm. It's just it's changed so much though since then. I think is is the point. I mean, obviously there's no yeah, shows no, currently, but like I think it's just those MySpace days where you were doing like that hustle is just different because you can do. I think everybody gets complacent doing stuff online and. Oh yeah, definitely. So I, I and there's just so much more. It's like oversaturated to a point where it's like. Dude, I think if you do have an opportunity to do something bigger, you should take it now. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Not. I mean, so, so you don't know what you're going to miss out on. It's like then you see like someone else get that opportunity and then it like takes off and you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I could have been doing I could have had that. I could have yeah. done that. Son of a bitch. 
you know? And just kick yourself, dude. I mean, that's how it was with, like, I remember... I remember JB. You know JB in Florida? He's a promoter. I don't know if you ever met him. He's one of my good uh, friends. John Betts. He's crazy. He's out of his mind. Loves the gamble. Love the gamble. Possibly. Where in Florida? Maybe. Like Tampa. Primarily Tampa. A little bit of Orlando, too, now. I'll show you a picture later. But he... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a face guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which works out fine being a bartender. I can just see your face oh, and I know dude. what drink you yeah. want. I don't need to remember your name until I swipe your card. <laughs> Exactly. And then pretend like I knew it the whole time. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, uh, what's your name again? John? <laughs> but uh, like, what yeah. the fuck was I even getting at there? I forget. I literally just lost my train of thought for the moment. Promoter and promoter friend in Florida? Yeah, but where was I going with it? It's going to come back to me in a minute. Your There's first a... truly in, in, in a month is, is hitting you. Oh, it's hitting me, dude. Uh, anyway... <laughs> It'll maybe, come maybe. back to me in a minute. It'll click. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it'll click. And it'll we'll click it back. It always sometimes happens that way. But um, so how was um, I guess the writing the writing process for the new record Blackheart? How did it all? Did, it was definitely like a little bit of process. It took a little while. It was a process, and it's it's an adjustment oh, period. Yeah, it's an adjustment period because I mean, Joe's used to you know a decade of how Tim works in the studio and writing uh, and yeah, stuff like that. True. And all of a, you know, then all of a sudden it's me. So it's not just like on his end, it's like, okay, what's he going to come to the table with? Is he, is he prepared? Um, and I wasn't about to like fuck any of this up. You know, I kind of, I've got shoes to fill. So I'm, you know, it, I mean, that's just how my brain kind of works anyways. I, I wasn't going to go into the studio, like with like half a song or something and waste people's time. And like, I, I like to have my stuff thought out and finished anyways. That was, I did that in STM too. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, just be prepared just to be prepared because part. yeah, yeah. Like have my skeleton of how I want things and whatnot. But, um, so Joe would send technically. So when I first joined in like 2018, we dropped two singles world undone and resurgence. Yes. Uh, Joe was actually originally using those for the new album. Oh, okay. Uh, before I joined, but then the label's like, "Hey, we need stuff with Steve," and so he just used those. He's like, "Well, mm-hmm. I've got these," and so I wrote, I wrote to him, and for some reason it was going to be specifically two singles, and I didn't want to drop two like random tracks. So I, I was like, "Well, let me make them kind of like a part of each other." Yeah. Yeah. Let me tie them together. Like one's like a before scenario, one's like the after effect, you know, whatever. And so I made it a thing. Good so idea, if you yeah. actually, yeah. So if you look at the artwork for the, there's like some wall flags and posters and stuff with that. It's like two. The same person but like mirrored and symmetrical like of like of the original scenario and then like the aftermath of that scenario yeah but i wanted to tie them together so that i didn't sense. want to write anything like so i just kind of came up with a concept of like what two songs could tie together being and we just put those out um <clears throat> but then we did some touring and stuff we did that as like dying tour we had some headlining mm-hmm. shows uh and then after that, then it was like, okay, well now when you can start actually working on the record. So Joe started to put new stuff in Dropbox and then uh, Powell and I living in Texas and those guys out in Massachusetts, we yeah. would fly out. Um, like he'd put in like two or three songs into a Dropbox and I'd write them, finish them. Mm-hmm. And then we'd schedule a time to go out to the studio. Oh, okay. Uh, which as you know, is attached to the brewery. And so it just <laughs> ends, up being, <laughs> ends up being a fantastic time every time. Oh yeah. Um, big party. What a setup right oh my god 
we'll talk about that. <laughs> we we can we can get there. Yeah. God. Uh, so every you know like every two or three months, we Paolo and I would fly out and we would record a few songs within like oh. five or six days and then fly home for a couple more months. Yeah, I do remember you guys doing that. Yeah, I would always was, like see was, you from time to time being mass and just like recording. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, we would just be out there like over and over, and it was we did that probably like a handful of times or so. Yeah. Um, but after the first like, but there's still that adjustment period because I'm not actually sure how Joe really works in the studio still too. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm bringing in all my stuff and figuring out how his process is, and he's figuring out my process is. Yeah. Um, kind of just both adjusting to each other, but not in a bad way. We like we got it figured out pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um. And then after like the first few songs, uh, which weren't bad songs, they were they were still cool, and they might show up like uh, on like an international release or, or B sides or something at some point. Oh, okay, that's rad. Um, after that, though, we kind of figured out. Okay, I was coming in with a lot of like personal, angry, like pissed off stuff, and Joe was like, "Okay, I get where he's going," and mm -hmm. it kind of went as like a back and forth from there because he realized what I was doing, and he's like. Yeah. He started to realize that okay well the band's actually been upset about some stuff too and we can use this as just like a this is just going to be a dark angry record yeah and so he he's after those first few tracks he started to adjust his writing to what i was coming to the table with oh, okay and so he writes lyrics too joe no no, no. i mean oh. like his guitar like oh, the guitar, guitar parts and oh, yeah the actual songs oh okay, okay yeah he gotcha. was he was just start he started writing like Whoa. like some faster angrier shit. Like, damn yeah I mean, That's we tried cool. to incorporate. Yeah, it's cool. Like yeah. he kind of felt the vibe of what I was doing and was like, "Let's do it." it yeah, he's like, "Let me change this." Yeah, but yeah, no angrier. push. <laughs> yeah, no pushback. No, he was happy with everything I was doing, and mm -hmm. it just it took a few songs to kind of figure out what the vibe of the record was going to be, and then we just it just, it just didn't stop. Yeah, it just super. It, yeah, it totally clicked from there, and then uh, it turned out the way that it did. He wanted to use like we wanted to keep some elements of the previous one halfway human because obviously we're going to incorporate paolo's clean singing and stuff oh yeah of course yeah, you, you, you got to get um, his shitty cleans in there i'm kidding i love him i love gotta him. get the shitty <laughs> cleans in there. you know what's, it was funny to me though is like the people uh -huh. that shit on like clean singing in metal uh -huh. i'm like uh -huh. there's a there's a zero percent chance literally a zero percent chance that you only listen to all streaming all music streaming. all the time there's zero no percent. way there's no you way you just yeah. don't you just don't don't. So yeah, <laughs> like I don't I don't get the like the hate like, all these stupid bands. Do, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, when bands like start you doing it, and I'm like, most of the time when bands start doing cleans, I love it. Most yeah, of, majority I, of the time, I'm like, you wow. Yeah, very very no rarely am I that. like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> like, but very I rare. Very very rarely, and I yeah. all, like I super respect the idea of just going for it. Just do it, man. Mm -hmm. Gotta have that so, balance. Exactly. Yeah, man. I just saw that too. Have that yes, balance. Yes. So, exactly. Um, so we did some of that, but then like everybody's always, you know, you kind of what gets you popular always sticks with people. So people are always like, let's play some more creature invade stuff. And so Joe did like more old school within That's, the ruin style rips yeah. and stuff, and incorporated that. So it's a good mixture of like new school ruins plus old ruins, and then now with a new voice on top of it. It, it was kind of just a really cool all in a blender. And this is how the album turned out so it worked out really well i think the um response to it was great i mean everyone oh, oh yeah i mean i think it's been the best resp i don't know uh, everyone that i've shown the record to like even like people like my discord and chat there's been people that are like i been i haven't listened to within runes in a while and it's like listen to the new record or there was yeah. i'm pretty sure it was steph that's in here steph beach i don't even th steph did you ever listen to within the ruins before 
I brought them up. I can't remember. There, I feel like there was somebody that was like, I never listened to him before. I'm like, well, go listen to the new record. Adam's, Adam, com- Adam's comment right now. Just if, any, if anyone hates on <laughs> they're not human. They're from another dimension that hates sounds. <laughs> yeah. You just hate sounds for some reason if you're not into it. I mean, there's definitely it, bands where it's like, okay, if that band added cleans, like, how would it? How would they do it? Like, it would be crazy to hear like a band like Oceano do it. I'm like, whoa. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. But exactly. I feel like, like if they were to do it, it would kick ass. Because right. I know for a fact Adam is not going to let it happen unless uh, if it sucks. Like he, I know. Oh yeah. He won't, you know he he will shoot that down instantly. Yeah. Um, there, yeah. But also. It, but I mean, you but, know, as for Oceano as example, like maybe like do some super cool like atmospheric like bridge or something mm-hmm. where it's literally like it's a break in the song and there's just yeah. some like sounds going and you kind of do like a build up it could it could work if it was the right section of a song or the right song whatever exactly it's, yeah. it's doable it just depends you know you can't just put them anywhere yeah you can't force it and shit, exactly yeah. oh yeah steph <clears> said i heard within of within the ruins for a while but never listened but loved uh what i heard from the newest rec- album awesome cool. thanks it is thanks, a great man. record man even the videos are great too, produced really well. Who did the videos? Oh, um, so the main guy is a guy named Burke. Uh, the company was called uh, King Wolf, King, King Wolf, Wolf Creative. Um, yeah, mostly works out of like Massachusetts, Connecticut area, but they've okay. done they've done some of the latest uh, Currents stuff oh, and okay. Enterprise Earth videos. That's dope. Um, yeah, so that was like. I hadn't, I didn't know who they were, but Scott was just like, here's who we're going with for the videos. And uh, mm-hmm. so I just kind of looked them up, watched the videos. I was like, okay, quality's cool. I don't, you know, don't know who they are, but this looks good. And yeah. they were, I, I loved working with those guys and I try and tag them anytime I do posts about the videos. Yeah. Um, I've even done a couple like specific appreciation posts for those guys just because I, I'm very appreciative for the work that they put into those videos. And yeah, like I know. me personally, I was like kind of scared, not scared, but like scared that like Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Joe was like, okay, well, they're your songs, they're your lyrics. So, you know, come up with the ideas. And I was like, oh shit. So the music videos are like, <laughs> I got to do this song. In, I got to do this too. Like, I like found man, there's already enough, there's enough pressure on me as it is. <clears throat> it's King Wolf creative, right? King Wolf creative. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, but then on top of like just you know being the new guy, it's my first album and everything. Joe's like, okay, the videos, they're your, you come up with the ideas, and so I think they ended up turning out pretty cool. I wanted to make sure they were connected because a lot of the songs are connected, and those guys went out of their way to get me like the little details of things that I wanted, like the day, a day or two before we left to fly out and do them. Yeah, uh, I was like, hey, can we get some little like skeleton keys? And Burke ordered, found some cool ones on Amazon. He's like, uh, how about these? And I was like, yeah, those are perfect. Um, so he did those. They went out of their way to go like to a local book butcher shop and find some pig hearts to use for the black heart video. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean like they just, they did <laughs> a ton crazy. of stuff. Yeah. And we, so in the devil and me video, there's like a scene where I'm like kind of looking at the mirror and stuff yeah. and, I, and, I, and I smash it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sent one of their guys to a store to go find a mirror and they couldn't find anything, but they had a perfect mirror in the bathroom of their like office and they're like fuck it let's just use that one we'll just get a new mirror and so they're like <laughs> i talked so i talked sick. to burke i know i talked to burke like a month ago and he was just like we still haven't replaced that mirror there's just nothing above the sink now um, <laughs> but That's they so rad. they lent their like personal property yeah. to the music videos like they really went out of their way to it's like um, yeah fuck it use it yep 
Yeah, whatever. And, and they turned they turned out great. Uh, very very little changes. Like I think it was literally like maybe two or three actual like, can we cut this out or yeah, change this like change this one color? But yeah. the way they had my ideas mixed with how they were gonna do it, and it just turned out great. I thought so. I always give those guys props. That's dope. Yeah, I'm on their website. I, I love um, how they have their dogs on their website. Mm-hmm. One's Theo. He's the butler. Prim and proper, but an anxious ball of fur. Thinks he's a I actually human. haven't checked out the website recently. <laughs> it's, yeah, King Wolf Creative. It's a nice website. Angus, he's the goofball. Happy to be healthy and alive. The largest lap dog you ever meet. And Ellie <laughs> is the instigator. Needy for attention. Will play fetch until she passes out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I met Burke before. He looks very familiar. Was he in a band? Yeah. Uh, or you don't know anything. If, like. Same with Justin. If, looks fucking familiar. Justin is a. Yeah, he looks very familiar. I'm trying. Now you got me thinking about Bert. Um, I love how it says <laughs> co owner, director, but then underneath it says pizza snob still wears a chain wallet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, they were super. They were just like super accommodating. And Bert, I like. We like fucking with Bert a lot. That was like, if he's watching this, obviously he knows it's in fun, but he's, he's pretty gullible. Yeah, so we would, we'd, be like, we'd be like. We'd be like. We'd be like. Burke, what the fuck are you doing? Scott said you need to be doing this. Like, why are you playing golf? Scott, like, I just sent Scott a video of you playing golf right now. Like, because he has, he loves golf. And they yeah. started a new YouTube channel where they're, like, playing golf and going to do interviews and stuff. But he has, oh, like, a little putt. He has, like, a little mini golf, like, putt-putt thing in his in his office and would, like, fuck around in between takes and stuff sometimes or, like, while we're <laughs> taking a break. Yeah, yeah. And so Joe would be like, dude, I just told Scott that you're fucking around, like, playing golf. Like, he's going <laughs> to... Scott's gonna. He's like, wait, what? You told Scott, like, what's like? Dude, no, no. <laughs> like, no, we're fucking with you, chill. You can't, you can't, you can't you send can't. Scott Lee on somebody. That's bad news. Oh god, good old Scott. Good old Scott. Him. Haven't seen his dumbass in a while. I miss his uh, Facetime calls. I don't know if anyone in here. Uh, there's probably some of you in here that know Scott Lee. That's exactly what I was gonna bring up. Is the Facetime Facetime calls? I miss them, dude. There were, there were so like at least five a week. Sometimes at like nine, ten o'clock at night, I'm like, why are you FaceTiming me right now? I'm laying in bed. That's like, it. You, that's his thing is want? FaceTime. Yo, you need to email this person. Could you just text me that? <laughs> yeah. No, I wanted to call you. I'm like, oh, I, my fuck I wanted God. to see your I wanted to see your face for a second. Yeah, so I can it's tell like you black in my room. I'm like, you can't even see me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna call you. I wanna see that I can't see you. Yeah. All the fucking time. Why would I why would I text you to check an email when I can yeah. FaceTime you? He's and then, then, you, then you just get a, a screen full of beard. Just beard. <laughs> beard yeah. and face. It's the best. It's the best, though. I love the I love the camaraderie of it. Oh, dude. It's, so, Rem- it's so personal. Remember when I was up in Connecticut and, well, we had that night at the studio. So if if no one, if anyone here doesn't know, Joe, yeah, you the, fill them in. Yeah, fill them Joe in. the guitarist of Within the Ruins, owns a brewery. Um, it's called, uh, well, I, uh, you got it on your fucking shirt. I uh, yeah, I'm actually wearing the shirt. Sorry, yeah, Tinbridge. Tinbridge Tin Brewery. Brewery. Half half of my clothing Brewing. is just Tinbridge stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like a hat or shirts. <laughs> yeah, so is it still, hold on, is it still in the same location, same thing? Yep, still yeah, the same yeah. thing. Oh, okay, so it's literally a brewery, and the next door, like attached, it's attached, is this recording <clears throat> studio, which is really same fucking building. nice. Same fucking building. So I was yeah. up in Connecticut. I was visiting family. It was like in December. Is that what it was? I think it was like 2018 or some shit. I think it no, was. No, it was it was Maybe last it was before year. that. No, not last year. It was before that. Like 2018. Or seven. Are you saying when you came to hang out with us? Yeah, when was it? 2019? Bullsh- 
bullshit. It was easily 2019. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Like a year last year went by so fast. I don't, 2020 doesn't even exist in my eyes. No, anything, <laughs> that, anything that actually happened in the real world was pre 2020. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Exactly. By default, it had to have been <laughs> had so, to have been 2019. But I remember I was in Connecticut. I was at Webster. They were shooting the video. It was a live show for I Am slash a video shoot. So I was there for it. Um, and then um, oh yeah, what was it, Scott? Scott was there. I don't fucking remember. I just remember talking to you and you're like, yo, I'm up here. I'm in mass. Scott, you, either you or Scott posted uh, something in your Instagram story and I saw it and I was like, wait, what? That's yeah, you like were right so now. confused. <laughs> I was super confused. I was like, what the fuck is Defon doing out here? <laughs> yeah. So I went, I was just like, after the show, I was like, just going to go home. And he's like, you were just like, no, dude, come hang out. And I'm like, all right, that sounds very tempting, obviously. <laughs> so I was like, all right. I'm like, where you is the place? Out. Let me check that. Like, you know, let me see how long so, the drive is. It's like 45 you already, minutes. You were already drinking at that point. Yeah. So you're like, I gotta. Yeah, I was like, fine. I only had like a couple, couple of drinks to me. I didn't go crazy or anything. And then I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. 45 minutes. Let's go. You were just like, just stay in the studio. I'm like, that's fine with me. I'll sleep anyway. Oh, yeah. And then we, I got there, dude. Best fucking beer. That one that I remember was like the jalapeno one. And yeah, his so, jalapeno ale. Yeah, and I was like, jalapeno beer. What the fuck? And he's like, just think- try it. I think he's on his like fifth or sixth rendition of that beer. It's, wow. it's a kind of a staple. He keeps it, it around. Dude, yeah. it's so fucking good. And I, I don't, I don't know. I probably tried five or six, seven other beers there that were fantastic. Sure, as and then, one does. <laughs> yeah, and then you we just the whole get, menu is like is is insane good. So you're like, don't even know where to start. Basically, you don't anytime you, really you don't. look at it. And we got trash there. Then we got Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And then got Taco Bell. Got some office. That hangover was so intense. But it was totally worth it. But that that spot is awesome, dude. It's yeah. insane. I yeah, thought he was going to move to a bigger spot. Was he supposed to or n- no? I could be wrong. Not not yet, but what he's – if he has to start like uh, – so he just bought a new canning machine actually I think like two weeks ago. Oh, cool. Um, so he's going to start doing a little bit more of that, not just like crawlers and stuff, but just like 16-ounce cans. Oh, that's cool. Um, uh, but if he did like – mass producing cans he was gonna have to find a bigger spot but for right now it uh it's still super super works for what he what he's i guess capable of doing because of everything but yeah um, for sure even even outside of that though it's still uh more than handles what he needs to do so is he canning Um, beer and like selling it like that right now or yeah the best he can the best he can do right now is fill up crowlers and growlers and stuff like he'll just kind of they set up like a like a table and literally like people wait in just like a long line i've seen the lines before sometimes they'll post a picture but like a couple of times i've seen the line of people that just wait like they wait they show up early and wait till the till it's actually open and then if he runs out wow. he runs out but it's it's all to go can sales right now but Holy he's shit. you know and he said it before too like the business isn't set up to run that way there's supposed to be like a tap room and people come in and hang out and drink yeah 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 craft beer but so he had to adjust some things obviously yeah yeah, he had to adjust, but they're still doing fine, and uh, he's doing really well. Coming up with insane, still insane, brewing, uh, st- yeah. And, shit. He, uh, and I, I don't know if you saw it or not, but he came up with a specific beer for the album. Yes, yeah, That's yeah, he did that. Yeah, and I got to, I got to actually try. It. He's still supposed to send some down. I, hopefully sooner than later. I mean, he's busy as fuck, so I don't ever bug him about it. Yeah, but. Um, <clears throat> Uh, but he's supposed to send some down. It was a New England IPA that he came out with, and he called it Deliverance, and yep. uh, like for the single. And uh, the beer itself is awesome. It's such a very well balanced IPA. It's 
a little bright but not too bright it's mm-hmm. hoppy but not like fucking super not over bitter. the top it's yeah not over the top but it's still big um and then the, he just you know took album artwork and put it on the can and i mostly just want to have at least like one can but i also want to get you know some of the beers down here to like give to my friends and yeah. have them try and stuff too but that was really cool it's like you have your own brewery like why wouldn't you create yeah, why wouldn't you specifically do for the album yeah exactly yeah didn't you guys he, so sell them yeah, he, right? he sold them. We like I we posted about it, and yeah. the only catch was that you actually had to go to the brewery to go get it. But oh, because you um, couldn't ship it, right? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really an easy way to like check IDs and stuff, you know. So it is, yeah. Um, it's hard. But he sold it. out of it. It was a it was like a limited run, and he sold out of all of it. And there was like a merch bundle that like it was a really cool. I got one of the hoodies. It's like a Tinbridge logo. Yeah. Um, but with it's if you look at their logo, it's got like two nails from like for like a. Mm-hmm. I think it's a train track. Yeah. Um, but he took one of those out and used like a skeleton key, like in one of the music videos, uh, like the Deliverance one. So yeah. it's kind of like a cool combo, and it says like Deliverance on the side of it, and like Tinbridge, and like it's a dope hoodie. And That's so I was really happy, like a very limited run of that stuff. And so yeah, I like when was, bands was, do that shit. Oh yeah, it's so something cool. outside, like, the, a little bit outside the box, and like make it like a limited run, you know. Mm-hmm, exactly and like what's it's cool that like bands special. do that in the first place it's special it is yeah, you want to be like okay well are they putting their name on a good beer like but some some not every metal band has a guy that brews their own beer so a lot of bands have to like you know uh get with a get with a different brewery and do it you know like as a collab yep, yep. um like i tried that that august friends red beer that they put oh, out really? last year yeah there was a cool company that they released remember. it through called called taver that you could um that you can order beers from different breweries across the country and get them shipped to you if you wanted to try stuff. Oh, wow. Um, it's pretty sick, yeah. So me and a buddy here Damn. did it. I, I got my girlfriend's dad a gift card to Taver for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty sick. There's You can just there's all these different beers from different breweries all over the country and they, they'll put them into a big box and ship them to you Damn. and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty sick. You should, That's you should insane. check it out. Yeah, I got to yeah, check that out. It's wild. What, what it's, is it it's called a, again? Taver, T-A-V-O-U-R. Oh, and and yeah. ABR put out their beer through that company, and so me and a buddy were like, "Well, we oh, want to kind of try. We want to try it." And then uh, so we just got a bunch of other beers, and it was all during quarantine. So we would like try pick a new beer to try like yes. once a week or something, and we would get on Facetime and like go over the tasting notes, all snobby and shit, but like kind of try one this beer at a time. And it's just just something to do, you know? Like, yeah, they have like gift box sets and all this shit, all different mm-hmm. beers. It's rad. It's a cool company. If you if you want, they have like some of the coolest beers I've ever tried. Bob, like you know, besides Joe's and stuff. Yeah. For you can you can find super cool beers, and I even started following multiple breweries on Instagram and stuff. Just because, because of them. them. Yep. And you could sell your beer through them. Very cool shit. Wow. Very cool shit. This is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Very fucking cool. I love, dude. I love that shit. I can't wait to. Yeah. I, so it's cool that. Yeah. Try that. Try it's, it. It's uh, really. It's. I think. It, I think it's worth it. I should. Let me give it to Benny. Hold on. I'm going to put the link in the chat for you guys. <clears throat> yeah, check that out. I don't have anything to do with the company. I just think they're cool. So I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to <check something else. laughs> We just, we just got not sponsored on, by Tavern. I'm not sponsored. But if, it, if there was something we could work out. Yeah, it'd be really cool. <laughs> talk to talk to me or talk to Joe about it. Maybe yeah. we'll get Tinbridge in through Tavern or something. That way you guys can... Dude, why is it? You should look. Has he ever looked into those things? That'd be cool. I don't think so. Um, eventually, maybe. Eventually, sure maybe, yeah, because he's, he's 
Yeah, because he still wants. He's still, like I said, very focused on having the tap room. So yeah, it's, it's, no, you dude, know. It's, I love his and spot. I've even I've even talked about the possibility of maybe getting Tinbridge like at my bar at some point. Oh wow, that'd be fucking rad. Yeah, be like there. well, you can get it in two places. You can get it in Massachusetts, or you can get it at one bar in San Antonio. One place <laughs> in San Antonio. <laughs> so Go during the recording process of Blackheart, how much Jameson did you drink? Yikes. <laughs> What's what? yes? Yeah, yeah. The answer is yes. Um, <laughs> that's our. That's like our go-to is Jameson. But I uh, also else? I also will do bourbon. So like I've got plenty of pictures and there's some video and stuff of <clears throat> a lot of the sessions where like like I'm not, I don't try and get hammered during the sessions obviously, but sometimes like to get like my highs at a certain place uh, where I you know like the whiskey kind of helps. And I know that's not yeah. like healthy. For all, if there's any like vocalist snobs watching, I know it's not healthy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pretending it's a good technique to do. It just got the tones. Yeah, right don't, you and probably shouldn't do it, but hey. Probably shouldn't, but Works you know, art Steve. is pain. Art is pain, so. We did have um, a, a question. There was actually a couple I did, there's a couple songs yeah. that actually I did get purposely like kind of drunk so I could put some like more feeling into them, so. Yeah, makes um, sense. Yeah, but it was, there, I usually will keep a bottle of whiskey at my feet just as a, yeah, a little. A, little a quick something. little band, a little something as like yeah. a, as a band aid if I need it or if I want to feel frisky and try something new. You finish a but, song, you're like, all right, we gotta take a shot. Tons. <laughs> What's funny is one time, one time Joe flew us out and he wasn't able to pick us up from the airport. He always does. Him, Scott's done it, I think at least once. But yeah, um, but Joe usually picks us up. But there was one time he couldn't, mm-hmm. and he. <laughs> me and Paolo got to the studio oh. and there was like a bag of chips I even have the picture too I think uh, it's like a bag of chips uh, like a little bit of sushi um, that he picked up yeah um, I, th- I want to say he maybe left some cash like to pay for the Uber uh-huh. and, then a, and then a bottle of Jameson and he wrote down like a note like hey sorry I couldn't pick you up but I, I brought you guys some supplies <laughs> <Just> <laughs> chips, <laughs> chips but, sushi and Jamo yeah. Yeah, like literally that. He just put it on the table, and then you see like an a, like an addendum at the bottom of the note. Yeah, it says he he before he left, he came back and took a swig of the Jameson. So like it was already <laughs> opened, and there was something missing. <laughs> Joe would fucking do that. Yeah, there's some like missing, and he had he felt the need to write down that he that he took a swig of it. <laughs> That's amazing. It was good. So yeah, a lot of Jameson in the studio. Do you guys have any plans to go to Europe, Germany? Is there anything um, in the works? I know someone asked it in chat a little bit ago, so I want to bring. Oh, it up. sorry. Yeah, I feel. No, like no, that's cool. I, I write them down. Like I'll copy and paste them. Oh, okay, cool. So I can ask um, at some point. Yeah, at some point we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Germany. I don't know about Germany specifically, but when I went, um, Joe did let us know recently that there was a Europe offer for fall. I don't necessarily know if I'm allowed to say who it is. I don't know. Yeah, you don't I don't to think, say that. But I don't think I don't think we're gonna take it. But I think it was there. It's two two very cool death metal bands that would be a nice like uh like a bucket list thing that would be kind of oh, cool I mean, to damn I'll, I'll i'll just add that to the list of things i gotta text yeah, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so maybe maybe not yeah it's, maybe it's... maybe maybe not but like offers yeah. are coming in like so fall is kind of looking hopeful but it was but it that's is, the yeah. thing i haven't seen anything from at least u.s u.s offers they're the ones that you know what i've heard is just europe so far but. yeah it's a lot of yeah a lot of a lot of my bands too are like yeah yeah we just got this all for europe we're probably gonna do it i'm like yeah i get it 
You, yeah, you might as well. I mean, I mean, you might as well fucking go do it or just confirm for it and hope it happens. And if it happens, then you go yeah. and do it. And that's it. Yeah, at least at least confirm. And yeah. that was the thing, too. It was it was like it was a like a request like they wanted the band. I was like, no shit. That's kind of cool. I mean, that is fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'll text you on the side about it. But yeah, uh, yeah. it's kind of just like, well, at least offers are happening and um, some things are coming things together. Are possibly getting back to normal. Hopefully. I know. So, uh, there's that, but we're, there's a live stream in the works. That'll, that'll be a thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I know uh, Scott, I think, I think Scott told me about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a few bands that he, that like he E1 heavy it. bands. Yeah. That are based around uh, that. Yep. That are going to have some, have some stuff soon. That'd be rad, so. man. It's, it's, it can be a pain in the ass to do like the live stream stuff for bands because it's like, there's so many bands that are just the members are spaced out they're not in the same town or city you know like they're you got dude here you know and then you have another guy that's across the fucking country or you have another guy that's in yeah. another country <laughs> it's like right so how the fuck do we do this <laughs> <laughs> can't like, wait no yeah i can, guess we can do gonna a, cost you a lot of money yeah or we can do one of those like iphone quarantine videos you know <laughs> everyone records yeah, yeah you could i mean you, you could, could do that you can but then, like nobody's done shows in like over a year. Are you even like? Have you kept Have you kept your chops up and yeah. <laughs> start practicing again? Might be like might be half-assed or not as good as like a normal live show if you're like in the middle of a touring cycle. But it, yeah, something. What's but something? Wayfair asks, "What is what is your fate, fondest tour memory with Silence the Messenger?" Um, I think one of them would be actually getting a. Uh, a it was actually the biggest tour that we ever got, mm. uh, but it was tour- it was touring with Chimera. And oh yes, I remember that. <clears throat> with, it was like 2015, I think. Yeah. It was it was it was a pretty sick it was a pretty sick lineup. I it think was, I went to that. Didn't I go to the Trees show? It was at Trees, was it in Dallas? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty positive it was Trees. Yeah, I think I think it was I think it was Trees. Um, it was us, Allegion that we yeah. did right after that Seeker tour we did we we did with Allegion, so it was nice to have them on it. Yeah. Um, we met uh, the dudes in Upon This Dawning from Italy. They oh they yeah, were, they were on it. They were super cool. Plot was on it. That was like Plot. my favorite thing. Plot was on it. That was just a ton of fun. Um, it was just a crazy just, lineup. And then and then Chimera and I've liked I, I've liked Chimera since I was a teenager. So that was kind of like oh dude same oh shit I was like oh shit that's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, man, there's what there's a lot of cool stuff from that tour, for sure. But I think that has to be definitely one of the biggest STM ones is. You know, we didn't we didn't get to be where we wanted to be, but that was that was a cool bucket list thing. It was like, oh shit, I fucking toured with Chimera. Like that's kind of cool. that was like it, remember ended did up they, being their last one. Yeah, it did, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, like a week a week went by after we all got home, and then like on a Monday, I think one one of the guys quit. Then like on Tuesday or Wednesday, like a couple more just quit. Like it was like a planned out thing, and like whatever, it, that's not my business. But it was just like, oh shit. Damn. We just did the last. We just did the last Chimera tour. Yeah, like literally, because it was like right after that. I feel like mm-hmm. crazy, yeah. dude. It's fucking yeah. pretty wild. I, that's for sure. Got to be like the <clears throat> ooh the Odessa. The Odessa. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a um, that was a cool. That was, I remember we were like drinking. Like us and the plot guys were out in the parking lot between our vans drinking fucking Seagram's Seven for Oof. some reason. I don't know who came up with that, Oof. but it ended up. <laughs> ended up going in the circle. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> that was that was a fun one. Yeah, Benny said, "How much 
thinking did it take you to decide to join within the ruins? It's a good question. Did oh, you it sit actually on just, it? I did actually sit on it because it was it was post STM and yeah. I got to do that. I got to fill in when Tim had to go home with the health issues, like on that. Yeah. Like it was it was a giant oh, yeah. headliner. It was like it was like a five week run, five and a half weeks or something. Shit. Um, Long run. So, I I know I was stoked to do that, but I was like, okay, well, if this is just kind of like my last little hurrah, then that'd be a cool way to go out doing it with with these guys. Um, but I was getting very like complacent in my normal life, I guess. Like the yeah. place I was working at at the time. Uh, the relationship that I thought I was in at the time, which is now a bunch of lyrical content for the album. Yeah. Um, you know, I was getting, I was just getting very complacent with my life at the time. And I was like, okay, well maybe it didn't really go as far as I wanted it to being in a band, but mm-hmm. I had a good run and I could be okay with it. And so I actually did contemplate it for a little bit. Scott called me a couple different times. Joe had a couple phone calls with me and was very much like, you know, if you want to do this, like we'd be, we're, we're ready to make the change and make this happen. And yeah, um, it took some convincing man. Like, cause that tour, that headliner I filled in on was like late fall. Mm-hmm. It was like post Halloween, November went through Thanksgiving and then the holidays went by and it was like kind of early spring. And you know, that's when they, that's when they kind of started to push me a little bit and be like, what do you want to do? Um, and yeah, it, t- it took some, some thought man but uh now i look back on it now and i'd be like i don't have that job anymore yeah that relationship that relationship isn't a thing uh obviously um if you paid attention to any of the you know any of the lyrics um but so i would have totally kicked my own ass if i didn't take it but it actually did take some convincing i actually thought about it for you know at least a couple months and talked to my friends about it and stuff too so it was it took a it took a bit but i i'm obviously like super glad i did it and now i'm just i'm glad you did it I, thanks. I don't even know who else they, I don't know. Like when I heard that, because you know, I've known Joe and Drummer for so long. I've known the yeah. band for so fucking long. And like, you know, and when, you know, you got in the band, I was just like, dude, that's perfect. Like, yeah. Wow. It, it, I don't even know who, like thinking about like, who else could they have gotten? I mean, they probably could have gotten somebody else, like found somebody else. But I just think you fit in it like perfectly. It just like oh. makes total sense. And obviously yeah. having Powell in it, uh, you know, yeah, you guys that, I mean, go yeah, way that's, back too. Yeah, yeah, me and him go way back. Us and the band go go way back. There's like old pictures of when I'm like a scrawny little kid in like 2012, <laughs> 2011, you know, just wearing old within the ruins shirts yeah. and stuff. And like I was a fan of the band, but also being friends with them at the same time was kind of cool. And yeah, so you guys became friends a while ago. Yeah, we met right? in like, yeah, us, like STM hopped on some within the ruin show during the creature album cycle, I think. And wow, it was, yeah. Like Tim had just joined. Uh, so like creature was, they were still in that album cycle, but T- Tim had just, had just joined. Um, cause that first record's not him. Yep. Yep. Uh, and he remember. caught me in the, he caught me in my, in my car, like doing the Melissa cross Zen of screaming, uh, warmups. Oh, and he like, oh, knocked, he, yeah, he like knocked on my window and he was like, he's like, is that Melissa cross? Is that yeah. the end of screaming? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I do those too. That's awesome. Oh, that's uh, right. And he's like, are you guys up next? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go on. He's like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll come catch your set. And then just kind of just kind of went from there. And then it was always like, a, oh, Ruins is in town. Let's hop on the show. Or they're going to play yeah. Austin. Let's go hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. So just I think that was about 2009 or so. Because I remember on that, that Ameri- to bring it kind of full circle on that American Me tour, we played. Do you oh, remember, yeah. I uh, that. You remember, remember Jamboree? Oh, yeah. In, in Ohio. Ohio, yeah. yeah, Toledo, such good yeah. lineups, dude. That that fest was so fucking tight. 
such a cool fest. Uh, it was Cody, right? Yeah, Cody Grock. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, the boy uh, Ruins Ruins was on that too, so I got to kind of see them on that tour too. And um, right. <laughs> I remember Drummer and I like had some a drink or something at the fucking bar. Yeah, and we both had to like pee or poop or something at the same time, and we both <laughs> went to the <laughs> we both went to the restroom at the same time. And I think like I had to hand him toilet paper or he had to hand me <laughs> some or something like that. I don't know some obscure toilet reference moment. It yeah. was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a while, man. It's been a fucking while so it is kind of cool to like well now i'm just in the band so yeah now you're just fucking doing the damn thing finally (laughs) finally right i know kind of at like a comfortable place yeah you know kind of getting getting what i felt like i had earned it's after after so long you know yeah no i always thought that about you i'm like man i wish silence would take off but i'm like man steve needs to like it's not i was always like it's not i don't know if it's gonna for them and i hated that but i was just like in my head i was like he needs where is that band like who's gonna someone you know bigger needs to ask him to be their singer <laughs> like even yeah, milford would say it all the time he and mike milford would talk about it too and it was just like bro steve is so fucking good like where is that band for him or whatever or like what or yeah, what is it's gonna fucking pop you know is this record you know but dude well what's funny is that like when we went to that uh south by so what oh yeah that was um, like when STM was like hanging on by a thread and Paolo had already done, you know, a couple tours with them and, uh, uh ruins. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> so it was, okay. You're, you're an office fan, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is, this, this thought has been in my mind and you'll get it right away. So do you remember when Jim is playing golf with that guy and he's trying to make the sale? Um, uh, he's trying to get him to pick up the business Yes. and it takes him a few times. It takes him a few tries, but he's like, let's just, let's just play golf. I'm already good where I'm at. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But he, do, he doesn't he doesn't give up and he at the very end he like stops him when he's trying to drive away and he's like I gotta ask you one last time uh, that was what I felt like I needed to do because um, after after everything artery fell apart they basically yeah. held on to to start that Milford started that new company and basically held on to grin and Attila and like yeah. so Nordine was managing us and we were booked by artery also so we were on like two out of three artery branches and but like a ton of bands got dropped so i wasn't like you know super super pissed about it but a ton of bands got dropped because of that Mm -hmm. and so i had some beers throughout the day like the last day of of so what i went up to milford and i was like hey man do you have a chance to kind of like can i go talk to you like in private and i just i took him aside and i was like dude i just i just gotta ask man like uh you know i understand you had to drop a bunch of artery bands but you know um, I remember you made me this promise like back in the day and it was on that American me tour. Mm. He was, he was offering, asking me to sing for a particular band and I turned him down. We had a phone call on that tour yeah. and I turned him down, but I was like, what would it take for you to pick up STM? And he's like, just stick with it and get, you know, well, I think that we could eventually work together someday. And I brought that, I remembered that phone call and I brought it up to him. And I was like, you told me back, you know, six years ago that we could eventually work together and, you know, what would it take for you to pick up STM? You yeah. know, now that you have the new company, what would it take? And he's like, okay, I'll be honest with you. You, dra- you know, dragged me aside. Like we can, we can have this talk. Mm-hmm. And he said, he's like, uh, I can't pick up, I can't pick up the band because everybody knows who you are. But like, um, that's good, but it's also bad. Like you guys have been around for a long time. You have a lot of friends. Everyone knows who you are, but you never popped. And now there's 
it's a lot of time has gone by and there's always been somebody newer, somebody younger, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the band has just kind of run its course, basically. And he's like, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do for you. If you break up Silence the Messenger, start a new project, I'll help you build it from the ground up. We can okay. I'll, I'll take it on. I'll deal with you personally. Like, you'll be my band, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So then that was when we were like, so I kind of just like, that was my gym office moment where I was like, <laughs> I, I stood up for what I wanted. And I, you know, I just had some, had some balls and I just went for it. And I asked Milford about, you know, what I could do. So we started to put together a new project and we yeah. had like a couple songs we sent him. He was into it, but then he went to start working for Rise and, uh, I mean, yeah, just, I remember. Yeah, and then all that fell apart. So I was just kind of like sitting around again. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, but that yeah, started I, taking up all his fucking time. Yeah, exactly. So he wasn't doing remember. a whole lot of anything with no. anyone, but like, you know, Grin signed Grin and, and Yeah. Yep. It was like two so, or three bands. Yeah, so it's funny you bring up Milford because of, like he, he played a big role in like, okay, I need to do something different. I need to. Um, yeah, I remember him telling me about that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, they need to just. I was like, just change the name maybe or something or just maybe the mm -hmm. style a little bit. I, I don't know. I'm like, it just – sometimes like when a band doesn't pop after like years, it's like, all right. Everyone knows the band, but like it's not going. It, it was, you know, going back to like This or the Apocalypse. It was the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's when they were like, so you should change the name. And This or the Apocalypse then became Hawk. Yeah. which is actually doing really well. I mean, they'd be actually put a couple, I actually put a couple of those new songs on my gym playlist. That, They're good, that's man. A, that's some cool stuff. Too. Yeah. So like, you know, they'd be, you know, this whole pandemic didn't happen. You would have seen Hawk on more really good tours. Is that mm -hmm. before prior to the pandemic, it was like, you know, they went out with like from ashes, the new nice nine kills. And they went out with Attila crown empire. Like they were getting these right tours that they need to be on and getting that mm -hmm. attention they do deserve. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's like I like compare it to that. Like I compare like Sons of Messenger to This of the Apocalypse. It was like the same fucking thing. It's like yeah, it's you know, it's not always the band's. It's not always the band's fault necessarily. It's just no. like, are you coming along at the right time? Do you have the right guys with you at the right time? Even if you have the right guys with you later mm -hmm. in your career, it doesn't necessarily even guarantee anything. It's exactly. like like on paper, it looks good. Like dude, we're managed by Artery. We're we're booked okay. by Artery. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. At the time, you know, it was like like. Like, perfect, dude, being part of Artery was like the shit. Like, that dude, was one was of the bigger big thing. Yeah, that was the big thing, you know, mm -hmm. at that time. And it was like, and then still nothing, you know. So it's it does, it's so yeah. it's kind of one of those like behind the scenes things of like it doesn't the team the team behind you definitely matters. But then it does. Yeah. Uh, what? But sometimes the, the biggest thing the biggest thing was the label standby just fucked us so hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Real hard. We never even got physical copies of that last record we did, and I'm always going to be bummed out because we were so so stoked on that record we were it was a kind was of a, a change record. in, the, in the, the sound for the band mm -hmm. and we tried a bunch of new this stuff step up yeah and, and big step and up big step up for sure yeah the first one was cool like we got to record that with landon from plot so like i'm, I'm always gonna hold on to like some cool memories like yeah that, oh yeah for sure record. but that second one was like a really cool step up we got to work with josh wickman because of within the ruins there's another like tie-in right there we got to go with josh wickman because mm -hmm. uh ruins said that like yeah we're good people like like work with them kind Do of a deal it, yeah. whatever yeah and so it's one of his favorite records he'll say it you wow. know to this day that he loved doing and it was it sounds great the songs were cool but standby just didn't give a fuck about it they were being shitty with the uh about they the money about a lot of bands yep 
Yeah, yeah. I have zero. I got zero qualms throwing that fucking label under the bus. Oh, I publicly have said things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Nah, it yeah, is what fuck. it is, dude. Yeah, like, there was a, there was just... a couple. There was a couple guys at the very end that did actually try and kind of help, help. us out a little bit, but yeah. but mostly like it's the too owner late. just too late. Yeah, sorry, yeah. it's it's just been too much, and it we just it couldn't be saved. Um, yeah. So like I still actually I see it I see it sometimes on Amazon in my in my Amazon wish list I'm I have it saved as like a, a hopeful physical copy of of the proclamation that'll never be it'll never happen. Sometimes Milford like, did all Milford did all the artwork for that for that too he did it for free. Oh I forgot he does that he'll do that stuff too. Yeah, I always forget was, he'll do like he, he's good for like designing stuff. Yeah, he, he actually <laughs> is really cool with it. Uh, Always yeah, don't forget that about him. Don't go, don't go asking Milford for free stuff. But he was doing it as a favor to for so Nordine. Got, yeah, for Nordine. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's definitely so, really fucking nice of him. It was, it was super nice, and I, I loved it. But I, I, I just hate that I'm never going to get a vinyl of it. I'm never going to get a like a, a CD, even a CD, just to see it like in person. It bugs the crap out of me. It's so fucking annoying. Yeah, I don't know. Never, I don't, I don't get like. There's definitely you know. There's other labels out there that. I've done similar shit to bands and they're shitty as well. But that that's definitely one label that's just like, what are you guys doing? Why? Yeah. How have you survived? They're all they, they just he's just riding off of Blackfell Brides like oh, signing at the yeah. beginning. That was that was his thing. That was all it ever fucking was. And it was just like, dude, you guys could have turned this label around. They have the chance to do it. I mean it was the same when I worked for Media Scare back in the day. It was like I got hired. Oh yeah. And like I, I was oh. remember? Was that when we met back then? We, yeah, we met that back then because on that American Me tour also, it's funny how this keeps coming up, but that's oh, like when, we, that I was booked. our era of when we met. Mm-hmm. When I was doing that tour, do you remember when we were at the studio and Hunt, um, uh, Betrayal was recording their album? Did you oh, come yeah, out yeah, yeah. The music yeah, studio. Yeah, so it was like us and some of the FTFD dudes were at the studio and we were yep. doing some of the chants, some of the chants and the stuff. The chants and all that shit, dude, wow. That ended up on the record, yeah, I remember that. Dude, there was a they, lot of good times, like I got hired there and there, you know, I was like, yo, we need to get, um we need a graphic designer we need to hire somebody that's good and that we need an actual website we need like all the myspace pages for you know the the label one but more so like the we need to make sure all our band pages are looking good like we got to make yeah. sure everybody's looking fucking good bro and we hired justin reich who's amazing and he fucking redid everything and uh everything was like turning around and then he's just poor business decisions on his end and he's a good guy and like i do i, I still would love to hang out with baron again i haven't seen him in years but like he was I've like heard one he's of the, turn, yeah i've heard he's kind of gotten like back on his feet yeah like, you know he's going good like doing well. everyone's fucked up i mean i fucked up as an agent too when i was younger so it's like it doesn't you know everyone does it but um it's a it's just a rough industry to kind of like get your is. footing and be be successful in sometimes yeah. at least to it and i it, used to, to see all the ring. bills like everything like it's a lot of money you're fronting so much and then you're then waiting and then it comes out months later and then you're waiting to get paid for it you know and it's like yeah you don't see the turnaround fast so it's risky um for any band you sign for the most part but um yeah exactly so yeah if just, i'm gonna make any if i'm gonna if we're gonna make any money from like records and stuff it's gonna take some time the money's the money's in shows right now oh yeah because really it, it would so. come in like big sums we get like a big sum of like money and then it was like, okay, we got to pay this, 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 this. And then it would just, you just see it dwindle down. Just like, you're like, oh my fucking God. There you know, goes. it was just like, it was like kind of surviving, like paycheck to paycheck in a sense, you know, he'd pay me. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Like I lived out there for free. He hooked me up with a spot to live for free, his guest house. He gave me a car to drive for free. 
like all this wow. shit like a good like a decent like it was a saturn but it was like a nicer saturn it was like you know and yeah it was, it was just, something he hooked oh. it up like so like i don't hate the guy we had uh, when we had our falling out we did get an argument and but later on like we're like you know we we're fine you know afterwards mm-hmm. you know a few months later and shit but um yeah i mean yeah. It, it happens with labels you know it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to do unless you're fucking loaded, dude. Unless you're a dude that's just like loaded and has the money to like fucking front shit to uh, smaller bands and to uh Joel's in here. Oh, there he is, fucking there finally. Is. <laughs> Jesus. Not to not to interrupt you, but <laughs> no, I know. I've been waiting right. Papa text Joel him earlier. shows up. I'm like, you if better Papa Joel shows up. You better fucking else. stop in. Yo, Chris, dude, from Ghost Inside. What's up, man? Oh Chris shit. Davis, Texas in July. Nice. New record is dope, by the way. Yes. The fuck is up, man? How you doing, dude? Joel, nine months with Blackberry. My metal is very rusty, so I just listened to a couple minutes of Sans the Messenger, outclassed. I like the bass sound a lot. Do you remember what the rig was and how it was recorded and processed? Uh, oh man, <laughs> where's James? <laughs> James <laughs> or, uh, or Paul? <laughs> where, yeah, where's Paolo at? Paolo, Paolo would know. I don't know if Paolo. Paolo's watching him. Yeah, Paolo. Paolo's watching. Remind me, uh, <laughs> well, because we started going. Uh, we were doing direct a lot uh, okay, after yeah. um, that. Was, that was James's idea, and it would. Uh, well, Paolo plays bass now, obviously in Ruins, but in and yeah. STM oh, it was it was Jared. Um, yeah, Jared. I remember Jared had an Ampeg. He was running a. a oh man, I I'm not I'm not super good with gear. I, I'm very basic with gear. Yeah, I know he had an Ampeg. I forget what his head. Well, it was a it was the eight ten. He had a. Okay, that's what he, yeah. I can't remember the head. He had, he had a, like a Schecter five string. He would rock most of the, oh, okay. um, man, uh, it was, but he, I think we recorded it direct though. Um, it was recorded direct and, uh, any yeah, other details you'd have to ask our old drummer you, Fern like or bass is usually Josh Wickman, I'm sure. Yeah. Say again? I feel like with bass, it's usually recorded direct, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that was, yeah, referring right? to, yeah, it was definitely direct. It was the recording. Um. <laughs> Joel. Steve, it's because you're a cute-ass basic bitch. I know how to hold a microphone. I, don't, I, can, I, can, I can hold the microphone and lift up the lift up your, your gear, but I... That's it. That's it. What's Tell your me. Fa- plug it in. I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite song on Blackheart? Do you have a, awesome. one favorite? It's hard. Is it hard to pick? It's hard, man. It changes every time that I have answered this it's tough like i want it like my easy go-to we'll see i i don't even have an easy go-to it's like i want to say the first track uh that we released the first single uh deliverance because it's like super i love that song just super in your face and then that breakdown Very. at the end is is so rad uh we had had to go with the cool closed hi-hat breakdown put a little groove into it oh yeah um, so I want to say that, but then I also want to say Devil and Me because it's like a super radio friendly song. And I'm really proud of the just transitions from verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge back into the chorus again. It's just a very well-structured song, I think. And yeah, it flows so really like, well. Yeah, so it's it's tough to choose, but then uh, they're all kind of like very personal songs to me. That's what makes it hard. I, I wasn't just writing about random subjects, so it's not easy to choose one over another. But Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Deliverance or Devil and Me, probably, and then actually, like you know, I can, 
<clears throat> top ones. Uh, I'll not. I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer about this, but <laughs> we've, I've actually gotten a lot of love about the track called Reckless, and it's about uh, one of my best friends uh, who took his own life like four years ago. Yeah. And uh, at midnight, oh, so tomorrow, tomorrow is actually the four-year anniversary of oh, wow. when of when that happened. So it's kind of ironic that I'm talking about it right yeah. before that I'm very anniversary. Sorry. Yeah. But, Thanks, man. But that, but that was actually one of the songs that I did actually get like kind of drunk song. for. I was, I drank, I drank a lot of whiskey. Uh, to, I wanted to put a lot of heart and like raw. I actually blew my voice out in the studio trying to do that song. Jeez, shit. Yeah, I so went what? through, I went through like the skeleton of the song, like so Joe would know how I had it laid out. Oh, um, okay. And I was, I got maybe, maybe halfway through probably less than that like maybe a third of the way through and I, and I just I blew my voice out like I couldn't I wasn't hitting any of the tones that I would it sounded really weak and thin mm-hmm. and Joe was like I think you need to I think you should stop for the day yeah just like rest yeah and it was upsetting because I really it was like in the zone I was in the moment and I was really feeling it and I wanted to put that emotion into it and I you know kind of uh, it came across eventually but in that moment I felt really bad that I didn't actually get to finish it then uh, at that moment yeah at that moment yeah but i was you know i wanted that raw aggressive like sadness to come through and i think it did uh but that song actually is i think it's really cool that it gets a lot of love because it's and it's something different too i actually specifically asked joe for a song i was like hey i'm gonna write this one specifically for him yeah uh i've cleared it with his parents they gave me their blessing to do it and it's going to be very raw and emotional so i wanted to kind of stand out a little bit and he just kind of came up with something completely different and in my mind i thought it was going to actually have extra clean singing on it and be a lot more about a lot of paolo and maybe even less of me yeah but then after i after i laid it all out into the skeleton everybody was kind of like i think it just needs to be all you and just be very raw and kind of emotional mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't like we could we could fit some cleans in there but i think it would almost be forced and so it actually ended up being the opposite of what i had planned and i think it turned out great i just uh it's kind of weird how stuff like that happens, but it I think is. I think Reckless could actually be one of my favorites. That's awesome. Also, too. Yeah, no, no, also. that's fucking great. Yeah. Joel said, "If you had to kiss me or Dan, but only one, why would you choose me?" <laughs> 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 he always has to come in here with some fucking shit like that. He had me in the first half. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. I All think. The time. Be- I guess I would choose Joel because he he took me to Pizza My Heart and Defonce did. Um, I understand. But yeah, but not that you could because you know Texas. Sure. But uh, yeah, Texas. It is it is what it is, man. The pizza just has been sucked into heart. my soul. Yeah, it's exactly. in my heart. It's in my heart now. It's in it's your in heart pizza. now. Mm-hmm. Are there any crazy tour stories that come to mind from any between Silence the Messenger or Within the Ruins? I know people always love to ask that question. I know it's all—it's always like crazy tour stories. It's like, well, um, uh, man, there's a lot of stuff that happens. There's a lot of stuff that happens. I'm just like yeah, really but... drunk when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so now, and so now I have to get back into that state of mind to remember yeah. those. Um, what? Okay, I can actually. One of my favorites was the very first uh, STM tour 
that we ever did was up back in the MySpace days. James would come over to my house and he would he would stay over. Yeah. And we would stay up like super late to like three or four in the morning, booking the tour ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did it. We did it through MySpace. We were just finding oh, venues. Yeah. Yeah, we were finding venues and messaging the people that we saw connected to the venue, like in yeah. their bio. Or like, like the booking MySpaces, like you know, blah blah blah, booking and shit like that. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's literally what we did. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, and we just tried to do like a two-week coastal run, like to Florida and back. And like the second day, I forget the name of the small town, Palo, uh, not Palo. James always remembers. Um, yeah. Uh, but it was some small town, and we were driving. Fucking uh, who was who was driving? I don't remember. Uh, James was asleep, but here, there's a funny part attached to it at least. But it was around like five or six in the morning. It's still like super dark out. The the engine literally catches on fire. Like there's smoke and flames coming up from the engine while we're driving through this small town. So we have to stop. Yeah. And we we spent like maybe like it was going to be like a grand on this like shitty van. But then when we bought it from this kid in the local band here, he uh, was backing it out of the garage and scraped it against the side of the garage. And so James what goes. The fuck? Yeah, James goes eight fifty, and the guy's like, "All right, fine." <laughs> okay. So we got we got a little bit cheaper, like right right away. Yeah, but yeah. It, it shit out on us the second day. Oh uh, caught on fire. James was asleep in the back. I literally grabbed like my phone and the GPS and stuff and a laptop before I woke James up to get out of the van, and he he holds it against me to this day. Uh, he still does. So I left <laughs> I left him in a literal flaming van. <laughs> <laughs> for a second before before i got everybody out and we used all of our water bottles to put the fire out and we got stranded but the the crazy thing was that was like the second day oh and it was basically God. it was a two week two week run to florida and back yeah, yeah and my parents both drove left their jobs early in the morning to drive to this town which is about three hours away i want to say okay. uh they they brought me my forerunner and we attached our little it was like a little five by eight trailer it was a small That's trailer small. but we had we attached the trailer to my forerunner and all five of us crammed into my forerunner to finish the tour. Wow. So basically basically do the wow. whole tour. In a fucking forerunner. In a goddamn forerunner, man. It was <laughs> and they were obviously I not mean, getting like hotels and stuff or anything. We're sleeping yeah. at Walmarts and like in the in the forerunner and stuff or like oh, on the dude. concrete or whatever. I remember one tour with my old band, this band I was in called The Imagine. It was like a Screamo type band. But we mm-hmm. did a tour with this band called Waking Judea. It was like more they were like a metalcore band. Really sick band and but we did the tour of my dad's Ford Expedition with a 5 by 8 trailer from Yikes. U-Haul. Yeah, it was so, fun. Yeah, you get it. All the you way from it. New York down to Florida, all the way to South Florida, like near Miami. How, then, how funny is that? Like Florida, Florida's maybe like the jinx. Oh, <laughs> like, dude, don't, yeah. Don't we do did. Florida and back as a small band. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was so tough. It was so uncomfortable. Dude, Fucking just, miserable. Do, do a I, different coast. <laughs> and, yeah. And I drove most of the time because it was like my dad's fucking Ford Expedition. So I was like, I got to drive. Because he was like, you have to drive. Oh, so you got stuck with all the... I'm yeah. sure I mean, well, the like... other guys kind of... I think there was like two of them that drove a little bit. So I was like, yo, I cannot drive. I yeah. can't. I can't. I you can't. guys have to. Please don't fucking... You know, if you're getting tired, you have to pull over. And they did. You know, everyone was like very responsible. So yeah, it was no, that's good. good. So I was like, That's good. Good, we don't need anything wrong to go here. Joel said the first Arsonist Get All the Girls tour was a Toyota minivan and my Honda Civic hatchback. Gee, what? <laughs> Not even a trailer, just the just the. Minivan so were your hatchback? Was your hatchback the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> that was. They just they tied it up to the back of the minivan. Like we're just gonna drag this, <laughs> drag, drag this around. 
That's fucking great. Um, wh- oh, weirdest fan, uh, weirdest fan encounter. I just, yeah, I just saw that. Um, <laughs> is there one that comes to mind? <laughs> I don't know. I... There is this. There is a. I don't. I don't remember his name, but any touring dude, any touring dude watching this will know. Uh, there's a kid in Tucson. Oh my god! Why do I feel like I know what you're talking about? <laughs> I think it's Tucson. I think it's Tucson. Um, if correct me if I'm wrong, it's I know it's at least Arizona. It might be Phoenix, but I'm almost positive it's Tucson. Uh, that goes around and gets. He has like a book, like a a not random paper. He has like an actual like spiraled notebook of autographs from every band on the package. He somehow gets a hold of set lists oh. that I didn't even know we gave out. <laughs> <laughs> he just like sneaks up there like, let me get this. Grabs him. He's yeah, yeah. one of those guys that just grabs him. Yeah, yeah, without yeah. you looking. Waits till you turn away. Yeah. <laughs> and goes up to every member to get their autographs and like what he asked me particular one time, like, can you write down the names of the songs in the set list so I can remember what they are and like can you bring this to the other guys and like I don't like you know, usually like the guys will be like, a, you know, tearing down their gear and stuff, and I, I might yeah. run to merch or something. But it's like after it's like after the the whole show's ended, and like he's got this whole book of like he's asking like very specific yeah, yeah. questions. Doesn't doesn't get the concept of like, hey, I'm trying to load out right now. Give me a second. Or uh, he's asked a couple questions, but then stands there quietly, uh, like, waiting. hey man, okay. yeah, waiting. Like I don't, I've. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like I need to get moving, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forget, I don't know his name, and I, even if I did, I wouldn't say it, obviously. But yeah, there's, yeah, a, no, no. there's a specific kid in Arizona that just just That's wants. What he, does. he asks a lot from you. Yeah, yeah. He just wants. You just play a set, you know, 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, and it's like, hey man, can you do this real quick for me? It's like, dude, man, give me, let me breathe. Yeah, give me just, just give me a go just give me a somewhere else for like. 30, 45 minutes and then hit me back. Yeah, find me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just that general, like, you know, I have I have zero problems, like, taking a yeah, picture or signing something or, like, talking for a second. But, like, you know, respect the, the time limit of, like, hey, I'm at the merch table or whatever. There's people behind you or I'm trying to load out or I'm clearly, you know, in a big conversation with one of my guys or something like yeah exactly the personal the personal space or like the hey i you're allowed to take up some of my time because this is what i do but also yeah for sure you know read the room <laughs> kind of read, thing read the room please my god <laughs> read the read the room man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, yeah so there's i mean there's plenty of those um the metal metal d era what are you talking about joel what what are you saying i think it was phoenix he said, oh, that, that guy. guy. I think it was Phoenix after the Metal D era. What was the Metal D era? Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to put that together in my head, too, what Metal D era is. Joel, Joel's, like, super old, so, like, we might not know. We might have been kids when, you know, he was touring Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he knows the guy. I think he knows the guy that I'm talking about. He probably does. <laughs> he probably, yeah, he probably knows that guy for sure. It was, God, it's rough. It's like yeah. that one dude, like, that... <laughs> Joel, it's, I love you, Joel. You know, I like the same age, dude. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Like, like, like he's some fucking grandpa. Or I know. <laughs> I remember there's um, some dude. Uh, was it like some dude in Michigan that would? Oh no, yeah. Well, there was one dude in Michigan that would hit up everybody, like hit up every band or whatever, asking them questions or, or asking for free merch. 
or getting in on, uh, on the guest list. He learned who I was because Betrayal told him who I was back in the uh-huh. day. Betrayal did and gave him my number. So he would call me from time to time and leave me these like, really long voicemails. What? Yeah, I wish I still had them. This is years ago. Because yeah. be- betrayal. Uh, <laughs> we're talking here. So like 2011, 10. And then That's the, also... A- that was, was such a sick hardcore band too. I wish they, best. I wish they did. Oh man, I love that. I wish they band. did so much more. Oh yeah, but yeah, he would call me, ask like, "Oh, can you get me into the show for free? I know you're the agent." Blah blah blah. And it was all because of fucking Sean from Betrayal. Sean, yeah, giving him my fucking phone number. <laughs> of course it was. But Sean, there's dude. also like someone else. Um, oh, there's like a dude that goes around and asks uh, drummers if their um, if their drums on the record are uh, all natural. And there's no triggers. Did you ever see this? People make fun. Oh my god! Screenshot it. And post. I remember the. I remember the whole trigger. The whole trigger debate from like back then too is like, oh, he's using triggers. He's cheating. Yeah. Like, what? Like, dude, do you know what it takes to do that? And it's like, there are techniques involved and stuff, and like you think I don't. I just the triggers. There were some though that you could hear like on old records like that where the kicks were very clearly not just like a raw tone yeah oh yeah for sure you could super tell um one of them and i'm not even dogging it because i actually love this it's one of my favorite myspace like deathcore records Mm -hmm. but that my bitter end album oh dude the renovation yep best Yep, Best. such a cool re- such a cool record. But you could t- you, the drum the the kick drum always stood out to me on that album. Just like Dude. This- oh, it did. And, but the thing is, Mike Graney can do that shit. Like he does. I did not- see that there was a remaster. He- yeah, I've actually been yeah. There's a re- that's Mike from Minocker <clears throat> from Last Ten Seconds of Life. Like Mike Graney, and I've always talked good. I love Mike. Um, which I gotta have him on here soon. I gotta hit him up. I always fucking forget. But anyway, I'll hit him up. Uh, he can play that shit, man. I, yeah. I grew up going to My Bitter End shows. I have seen My Bitter End so much. I've toured with them. They brought me on their first tour as their merch person when I was 17. Like All during that time, he was playing with no triggers. He did not play with a trigger until I'm pretty sure Through the Eyes of the Dead. Am I Ugh. right, Manaker? I'm pretty positive he didn't start using a fucking trigger on it until Through the Eyes of the Dead. That's yeah, that, how insane. That. And there's a lot of drummers like that. Yeah, but I mean, puns. but like, but when you go like, record, it's like, yo, it is real hard to get every single kick. Yeah, like people that just listen to, to the, the stuff casually, volume. like you don't, you don't understand how difficult it is to get every, you know. And I'm, <laughs> I'm a vocalist telling you how hard it is to, yeah, get I know. drum shit. Probably, can you imagine being a drummer and like told that your shit is like fake or that you can't play it? Like, you need to zip it. <laughs> you need to zip it now. <laughs> Yo, what up, Daniel? How you doing, man? Hell yeah. Hey, Daniel. Pick it up love now. you and miss you. Dude, I love Fear Factory. Shutting we were just, We were just talking, not just, but earlier talking about uh, that Ice Nine yes. fit, fit tour that came through. So, miss you. Miss you, buddy. <clears throat> miss you, bud. Dude, I love Fear Factory. That's another band I just love. I grew up and found. Did you ever I get into that? I actually couldn't. No? I actually, I couldn't. You would have been, you been into They were... That. I don't know. Like I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Like listening back but to it right. now, but back, but when you know, like in the prime, I it wasn't. It wasn't uh, your thing. It wasn't a thing because I was, I was very sucked into like the new metal no. rabbit hole. Yeah, because and Fear Factory was like very, it was like in, in I don't know, more industrial, industrial. And I, yeah, and like they would get yeah. lumped in with that sometimes, but I, I was so deep in the new metal, like like 
I love every, yeah. new, every new metal band you could find. Did you like yeah, Static they, X? I loved Static X. Oh, I, dude, I fucking love Static X. So I got to go see him. I guess it was. I guess it would have been 2019 when they oh. were doing the like the Wisconsin Death Trip reunion tour. Yeah. Um, and you know, I saw him with, you know. Oh, you went to that. Oh yes, I went to that. I'm. I'm. I super went to I that. Wish I wish I did. Because dude, who the fuck was doing vocals? Was it so the dude his from Dope? Is, his, yeah, it's it him. is. I it got, is. I got confirmation from. I, I feel like I'm giving know. out the info, but it's been so long. Nah, dude, it's been so around. it's been so public, dude. People it's, already know. It's the, knows. It's, it's Edsel. It's it Edsel. Is Edsel. Yeah. Yeah. But he's great. Uh, dude, he fucking kills it. The voice is almost the exact same. He has yeah. the same mannerisms down, like the Wayne Static, like head tilt head thing. Head tilt thing. Yeah. Uh, dude, he nails it, and it was such a good show. It was so much fun. I saw him at a place here called the Aztec. Oh yeah, Aztec. I love that fuck. I saw Under Oath there years ago. Zemer, Zemer yeah. took me to it. He Where got me on like. Did we go to that together? It was like you, me, Orlando, Mike. It was after South by So What. Remember South by So What had on Earth? Yeah. Was it that? It was at Aztec Theater. That's where he brought me, and I think I think you were there, man. I I, or was that? I wasn't that even in another time though. So I feel like he did go to see Under Earth in San Antonio again. Yeah. After that. Uh, Let's see. Wait, hold on, hold on, so, Steve. Uh, oh, 2021 releases you're looking forward to? Um, I have a couple. Uh, I'm very stoked on new Brand of Sacrifice. Yes, definitely that. Yeah, that band just fucking rips, dude. I, I love that band. They're killing um, it, man. That would, yeah, they're killing it. That'd be, that'd be a cool band to go out with. Yeah, um, no, that would be for you guys. Like, you guys team up together. Mm-hmm. What about Fifth or um, Autopsy? Oh, I would love to do yeah. Fit stuff. Well, that um, new record. They have a new one coming out this year too. Yeah, uh, and I and dude and I, their latest one that they put out, I guess I kind of so weird saying last year, but twenty twenty one they put out last year, is a, a good front to back. Like I love every song oh, on dude, it. I love it's such it so a good much. fucking record. Spine, um, dude. Did you ever get in the Spine Shank? Not to go yes, off topic. I, yes, but I did. A few people get brought the them up shank. in here, and I love that fucking band so much. I did get in the Spine Shank, and man. Um, I'm going to look it up just because I remember the name of the actual out. It was, yeah, Self-Destructive Pattern. So uh, not their most popular yeah. record, but I actually liked a lot of songs record. on it. S you can't find it anywhere, but there was a show that STM played with Johnny's uh, band that he did after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Silent. Uh... Silent Civilian. That's it, yeah. I bet That's when I met Johnny because they were signed to Mediascare. They were, yeah. So we STM hopped on, STM hopped on that show, yeah. and we actually did we did a spine shank cover of what? a song from that album called Slavery. We did we covered that song, and we we were trying to get uh, Johnny to actually do the song with us, but he kind of like flaked out and like didn't show up, and because uh. he was like having dinner or something, he didn't show up in time. Uh, but there used to be YouTube footage of the song, but. Uh, we only That's did crazy. it the one show. We only did it the one show, but STM actually did a spine chain cover for one show of a song called Slavery. Yeah, it's a heavy track. I feel like yeah. I've heard it. I'm yeah. Dude, I've been listening to Spine Chain in so long. Dude, that band fucking ripped. That was a cool line of like industrial new metal like mix. What was it called? Slavery? Which record was that? Self destructive. Self destructive. Right? Self destructive yeah. pattern. I gotta listen to that later. Dude, yeah, I, I love that. that band, I, I don't. The thing is, we never recorded it or anything. All we did was just practice it and did that uh, just, play, just play the song, did the show. And there used to be live footage of it, but I think it got taken down or account deleted <clears> or some shit. But yeah, uh, oh, that sucks. that's funny. 
Is Media Media Square still around? No, no, it hasn't been in a while. I don't. I think I don't even remember the last record Media. How Square long has played. that actually been? Man, I could literally tell you probably just by going to their <laughs> to their um, YouTube. The oh, last thing. Said... What happened? Oh Me no! I was just gonna say uh, somebody said Shadow of Intent? Question marks. If they put out a new yes. record, I'll be very excited for that. It's supposed to be this year. We talked okay. about them before. I remember. Yeah, you and I talked about yeah. them. I think when we were playing Call of Duty one time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were talking about that headlining run they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, I, I'm just very, impre- I'm very impressed with that band. I love. Dude, them. seriously, the last thing MediaScare put out was that Bermuda record five years ago. Damn Bermuda. So five years. Yeah, it's been five years. They haven't put nothing else. So it's crazy. That's that fucking nuts. Going back on this like YouTube right now, like I, I can go back and then like see the last thing. Where was it? Uh, probably I left after that polarization record came out. I think. It's crazy going back. It's like going down memory lane because there's so many of these mm-hmm. videos on the Media Scare YouTube that I uploaded. I put up oh, that you that you put I up. did a lot of it yeah it's nuts man dude the label oh, man. so many cool bands have started out there Fuck, dude. here's silent civilian both records yep. both good records silent civilian is a good band yeah so it was cool it I mean cool. I mean I'm I definitely like... more of a spine shank fan but oh uh, yeah same same yeah. same but you know that's just my new metal bias dude, yeah, the so... as, yeah. <laughs> the as one's black video yeah dude it took fun dude those guys were so fucking picky though with shit there's a fucking Asbun One's Black video that wasn't even um, released, but I think got put up somewhere. Oh, what was kind of cool? The very last show of that Asley Dying tour at yeah. uh, Glass at Glass House. Uh, yeah. What's the What's the original singer's name? Is it Chris? Um, yes. I think I think it's Chris. He actually was at that show, and he like came up to me and Paolo at the end of the show. He's like, "Hey guys, just wanted to let you know you did a cool show." And in my head, I was like, "This guy looks like really familiar." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm the old, I'm the original as Bloodruns Black Stinger." I was mm-hmm. like, "No shit, cool." Yeah, Chris. Yes, I, do, I haven't seen yeah. him in a while. They're writing a new record right now. I don't know who is doing vocals though. No clue. They've had a they've had a few. That yeah. um, damn Joel getting all vulgar in here. I know he's always vulgar. <laughs> that actually, that actually was one of the. That actually was one of the oh, bands. Though. This is. I so I quit Media Scare and then I came back to it because you offered me more money and all this shit. And it was like when they were releasing that Barrier Dead record, and oh, I was yeah. like, ah, right, fine, fine, I'll come back out to fucking L.A. Fucking fly back out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a what a what fuck. A- Dude, that was a crazy like three years of my life, crazy yeah, three years so of my life. But uh, I wouldn't have changed it. It's it was a learning experience. Oh yeah, you have to kind of take all of those grain of salt, some of them, and then just like use yeah. them. Like it may not seem like it in the time you were just like I should probably just give up on this or whatever. Yeah. But like it came to that time, I was like, I'm done here. It's good fuel. For the, <laughs> it's good fuel. <laughs> I'm fucking out of here. I'm it's good fuel done. for the fire, like down the road, though. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely, dude. How come? How come Joel wants your love, but he just wants physical? Yeah, I don't know, man. Interaction with yeah. me, I don't. It's Joel's, you where's, know. Where's the longevity? Yeah, really, man. King Conquer, probably my favorite band on there. Yes, dude. King Conquer. That's another band that should have, during the deathcore era, where it was everything was taken off Chapel. All those bands, like King Conquer, yeah. should have been up there. Yep. 
it should have. Kickstarter was dope. But you know what I think held it back was the label. And the stupid shit like that happens too. It's like some people will not like in the industry not like a certain per like the owner of a label or some shit like that, and will not hook up any of those bands on tour for with tours. Oh yeah, that was yeah. used to be a thing. I don't really give a fuck what label you're on anymore. I used to. I mean, because that was like a thing. So it was like you know you get it like embedded in your head where it was like. No, Dan, don't don't work with that band because they're on that label. Because like, oh, they're on, yeah, they're on label X or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I fucking love this band though. Like, fuck, you know. What do you mean? Just, what do you mean? No. It's like why? I don't fucking care. And then it was like embedded in my head, like, okay, I gotta stay away from this band, that band. I know, right? And but, you like miss opportunities. Now, now I'm now just like, I don't give a fuck what label you're on. No one should give a fuck what label you're on. Is the band good? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Do they draw yeah, people? Like Not so much, but let's put them on the tour. Let's. I think you know. some of those those like politics aren't as big of a deal as they used to be. It was a little bit more clicky back in the day, mm-hmm. and now it's now it's just like there's more bands like signing to either small labels or starting up their own label or just going labelless or mm-hmm. like there's it's not as big of a deal anymore. No. Like I, I love being a like I love being a part of E1. Uh, they they take. A, I mean, they built it up and they're they're killing it. Like last time I talked to Scott a few weeks ago. He was just like telling me everything. It's just like they really like like that, you know, E one heavy. It's just like, mm-hmm. dude, maybe putting out great fucking records from great bands, you know, showing everyone love and giving everyone attention that they need. You know, I am just signed to it like months ago and shit like that and they offer them a good deal, like very reasonable deal, you know, whatnot. Oh, cool. And it's like great, you know, that's it's good, you know. Yeah, good for them. That's cool. It's good, they, you know, but you know, it's like there are some labels that are kind of like, meh. You know, people, bands will ask me, like, should we sign? I'm like, well, can you do it yourself or no? Yeah. Like, what, maybe, are they off- what are they offering yeah. you? You know, you there's know, like a it- new thing out there called Blood Blast Distribution, which my friend Bryce works at. And Bryce from Seeker, Lucian, the singer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's digital distribution. So, like, you can go to them, present your band. Like, if you're a pretty good band and shit like that, they may take you up on it. I mean, they do sign a lot of bands, but it's not a label. That's the one thing you need to put in your head when you're, you know, submitting your music to them. It's like, mm-hmm. this is not a label. This is you getting, you know, it's just digital distribution. And uh, yeah, and that's that's not the same thing. So Yeah, but it's good, though, because, you know, you're not locked down to anything. If you're a pretty established band, they may end up giving you like an advance to help out with, you know, uh, sure. publicity, getting a publicist or artwork or videos like they're down to do that. They're open to that, depending on the size of your band. Yeah, you know, they're not stupid with their money. Like, you know, if you're like a baby band, they probably won't give you any money, but they're gonna get you on some good playlists and get you get your shit out there the proper way, digitally. Yeah, I think Standby gave us five hundred dollars for gas once. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was extremely grateful. Oh, man. <laughs> and then just to, just to what? show up at the studio, and it's like. Blackville Brides pictures and records Everywhere. all on the walls. Yeah. You give a shit about any other band or are you just riding the coattails of a band you don't even have anymore? So stupid, man. Yo, what up, Seneca? I miss you too, man. Do you know Seneca? I don't know if you guys know each other. I do, yeah, Austin. I do, yeah. yeah. I actually kind of go the Mosh pretty far pretty far back with him as well. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I, I'm I trying to think of one of those. It was, an, it was like an old STM show. I think I met him. I want to say maybe Houston or... Yeah, because he he, he might he might remember it better than I'm a couple beers deep now. <laughs> I didn't know if I was gonna go through all three of those, and I have a fourth in the fridge, but I'll feel like an asshole if I stand up to go get it. But yeah, I just no, it's fine. 
<laughs> Give me two seconds. I need to grab this fourth beer. But I just popped. I just popped the third. So yeah, you're good. I have. I have a little time. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it goes way back. I want to say I met him in. I oh, want to yeah. say Houston, but it might be some. This, Brian. A, you said you guys Brian, played Texas. my old yeah, band. See, this... release and Brian. Yep, that's okay. That that's sounds the... right. Yes, Seneca's the man. He's a very good cool. Dude. Good yeah, that goes back. Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to go back to this. That band, Hi Fi, said that they really liked that band, Martyrdom. I mean, oh, I remember got, that. It was like, yeah. He said the vocals weren't very good, but still loved them. I was the same way when Baron signed them. I was like, ah, man, I like this music. And you know who was the guitarist in that band? And I'm drawing a blank on his name because I haven't talked to him in so long. But he was uh, also in Molotov Solution. And then he oh. also played in Acacia Strain for a little bit. Richie. Richie. There it is. He yeah. was I'm more I'm ninety nine percent sure he played guitar in Martyrdom. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Huh. Now I don't know if he was in it for that long or whatever it was. But... No, because I met I met Richie during the Molotov days and then oh, okay. yeah yeah like that, saw him like one of the saw best. him he yeah dude I'm one of the best Death Corbin one of the best like absolutely like I I'm almost just like at a loss for words if you like <laughs> I know you know like if you oh, if man. you were like playing and show playing shows and touring and during that time. Uh, you knew how like how sick Molotov was, yes. and you just you, like if you're coming along now, you can still that late that last record Dude. they did, Insurrection, still fucking hits it super still hard. Holds. The, t- it the still tones are up. the tones are fucking incredible. Sounds like, amazing. And, I, and I've actually kind of revisited it like multiple times during mm-hmm. this past year. With oh, know, I have too. Oh, I Dude, have a good amount. There was a time. There was one time James and I went to do a to go to a. A, a BLM march downtown here in San Antonio, and we blasted yeah. the record like super hard. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, they were the day the day that the um that they, it was funny because it, you know when that when they were storming the building a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. uh, and they <laughs> kept they they kept saying insurrection, insurrection, blah blah blah, and I was like at the gym when it was happening, and I just put that album on like super hard, and then I went to Harbinger after it, but Har- just, yeah, insurrection. Man, they Dude, were such like a, such a fucking great record. I agree, and they were like starting to really take off. Like it was starting to happen for them, dude. Mm-hmm. They were getting cool stuff. Yep, and it was starting. You know, the shows were doing good for them. Like the headline shows, even too. They were getting cool tours. It was like here we go. I was like yep. always like at that time too. Like me, for some reason, like me and Robbie, or like Robbie didn't really like me. I don't know. But then we like. He like apologized for being an asshole asshole to me one time, <laughs> and then we were like friends. Now we've been like friends since then. But uh, I was still yeah. at that time, even though knowing Robbie for some reason didn't like me for whatever reason, I was still a Molotov fan. I was still like, like, I don't I, care. You know, I, I can love put, your band. I could put that aside. Yeah, your band. <laughs> it was like the only band I could put that aside for. But uh, yeah, they were starting to do it, man. And I, I don't know, you know, there was. I, I think there might have been internal problems. I, I really don't know exactly, to be honest with you. But yeah. it was sad to when that day came where they broke up. I was like, dude, fuck. Yeah, I know. What a. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> Almost, uh, dude. So, so close. And like, but here's the thing, too. Mm. I think if that there only a handful of bands could probably pull it off. If somebody from that era, which really isn't that long ago when you think about no. it. But like if somebody from that era were to make a comeback and they could still pull people, Molotov would be one of those bands, I think. Oh, for sure. They oh, would. My they would. They they'd pull fucking rowdy numbers, and uh-huh. it just sucks that like their shows would be fucking wild. I'd be. I I'd think be they would be. I hundred percent think they would be. 
I'd, I'd go see them in a heartbeat. I, I don't care what it would take. I'd, I'd go to Houston and go to Austin. Like, if Dude. wherever they came, if they came close. Dude, if they did, like, like one show, they're like, we're doing one show in L.A. I'd be like, flying out to L.A. Or I'm going, Vegas, because like, they live in Vegas. Like, so I'm like, going those... to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> going to Vegas. All right. Gotta see yeah, them like, again. <laughs> all those dudes, all those dudes were, the, like, That's homies, scary. too. I fucking loved those guys. <laughs> and, uh. What, tell everyone to spam Robbie with We Want Molotov on Twitter. Yeah, he's, he's really, I've, been, dude. Uh, I know they've been, I well, know, I too. heard, I heard, uh, first off, Seneca, hold, like, put a pin in that Mudvayne comment, because I can come back Molotov to that. Come back. Uh, what a, what an interesting combo, but I'd yeah, be about Jesus. it. I'd be very about it. But, uh, dude, I've, I heard that they were writing, um, Powell and I went to a, um, a show that was at, uh, Palladium in Worcester, and, yeah. Shane Shane was there doing Winds oh. of Plague stuff. He was there oh, with Winds yeah, of Plague. Yeah, he started playing bass with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was saying there was writing going on. There was no specifics or anything. And and I don't think I'm saying anything that isn't actually like probably public, public knowledge. But it's been like tweeted from the guys. <laughs> they've been, yeah, they've it, they've it, talked about they've talked yeah. about it. Like they were they're you know they're writing I think like one one last record. It just it just sucks that like it's gonna come after Trump era. I know? know it needed to. It just come it, during. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad, dude. It, it needed it so bad. Like yeah. that, that would have just been the most like, all right, dude. All right, metal. Thank you. Back real with a vengeance. If, if they came out record. with that shit, if they came out with that album, uh, a new album like last spring, Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah, like 2019 or 2020. Like 2020, if it was really bad. If Molotov put out a record during 2020, just 2020 just, in general, yeah. Dude, I would have. I would have. I would have supported the shit. Yeah, <laughs> I would have told other metal bands, "Yo, uh, push your record back." <laughs> yeah, you got you got to wait. The, the only For record the... that's allowed to come out is a new this Molotov month. Yeah, album. Molotov's coming other... out on October this day. Okay, no one else is releasing a goddamn thing in October. <laughs> nope, you're you're getting pushed to November. Or we're gonna rush it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that fuck is... you if you if you think you can say otherwise. This yeah. Molotov record needs to happen we need for it, so many please. reasons. I don't care who you are. Dude, there was talks of like them and King Conquer doing a split. Um, them and King Conquer doing shows together, which I know King Conquer would probably. You think they do- would? No, yeah. If if Molotov was like, we're gonna play shows, we want King Conquer, which I'm sure those guys would want King Conquer. I know Chris and the guys would do it. They'll get it back. They'll they'll pull it together. Okay, so okay, hypothetical. If Molotov does some like headlining, <laughs> if they do some headlining stuff and it's their their headlining and then it's a five band package, who would you put on it? Them, King Conquer. Um, oh man, who else would I put on it? Tough it, question, right? <laughs> would it, does it have to only be older bands that are not bands anymore? No, no, it can be it can be oh, current bands that like hop hop on the train. Damn, dude, I would. Do them, King Conquer. I would honestly put Body Snatcher on it too. I know Chris is in that band too, but whatever. <laughs> it could, it could fit. I mean, uh, dude, we could uh, strangled opening. <laughs> Have you so listened to that band Strangled? No, I haven't. Oh man, you want gym music? Yes. And Hell Followed With as well. Yes, actually. Oh man. Yes. Oh, Hell Followed With. Oh golly, that those were that's a sign of the times too. Alpha Wolf, yes, brand but Oh my god, yeah, there's so many like Alpha Asphalt One's sure. black. I would be like, guys, can you just do this too? <laughs> like, oh yeah, put Adam said put brand on there. Absolutely, brand yeah. can do it. But if oh, it was like I mean, older bands like Molotov, ABRB, King Conquer, My Bitter End, and 
I'm trying to think of another older band. <laughs> you, know what, you know which one I liked that I, I felt like could have done really well? A band, uh, they t I've, I discovered them when they toured with uh, Fallujah a couple times, or at least once. Okay. A, band called a, a band called Asian. Yeah, Asian. Yeah, dude. From They're dude. from Michigan. I'm pretty, yeah, Michigan. Are they? Or Ohio. I think they're split or Indiana. It's like one of those states right there. <laughs> it's, it's one of those around there. It's like around this, there. They had this album called Dissension, and I, I I had a I used to have a physical copy of it. It's probably somewhere, but I I think those songs like the the album is still like very oh. well mixed. It's very well mixed and like this Dissension, very, yeah, yeah, very cool blend of like just heavy dropped stuff, but mm -hmm. super atmospheric and. Uh, the vocals, I think, although they don't even actually change that often, yeah, no, are so addicting. Everything they about really like are. that was a really cool band that I felt like didn't get the love that they deserved. Dude, there is um, even their last record, Ageon, came out with called Age. It came out in 2018. I think is a great fucking record. I, I did listen to it. I did listen to it. And it was one of those like you have to do it front to back. You, you have to do it front songs. to back. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. one of those it that all cool. flow into each other. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that shit. That band's that band's great at it. And I know oh, this. Man. Uh, Ion Dissonance. Ooh, fuck Adam yeah. Just Ion said. Dissonance. You know, it's Dude, really Oceano. Cool. Why are we missing Oceano? Yeah, <laughs> Montauk Oceano. Let's just put Oceano on it. Let's just put Oceano on it. Uh, Can we Adam, do that, I'd Adam? To, I'd love to hear Adam's thoughts on, uh, on, he probably would know, I guess. And Dan, I know you'll back me up on yeah. just having, um, just have sentinels on something oh dude yes oh my god dude sentinels is like have you heard the our eye on dissonance today yes what's, and what's funny is when like ruins we took them out oh i remember this, like two summers ago two summers um, yeah yeah and before i started working with those guys yeah and they i remember sitting in a van with them a couple of those guys like hanging out i think uh, um i think dave was in the Dave was in the van. I forget who else was, but I was just like, "Dude, you guys sound so much like Ion Dissonance." And they were like, "We've heard that before." And when we started yeah. writing our stuff, we had no idea who Ion Dissonance was. And no I was clue. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? You're like they a told me that shit copy. too. Like literally, but like they're like or like Chris, they're one of their guitars. Chris, the tall one. He's yeah. like When I met him, I think it was 2019. He was like 22. Dude's and I was insane. Like, and he posts all these like no, he doesn't post too often guitar videos, but when he does, I'm like no, Twitter. but he's he's done a few lately. Yeah, yeah, and I was just I remember on the latest one, I'm like, dude, just relax, man, like stop. <laughs> I think on that stop. same video, I saw your comment <laughs> and I said, boy, stop or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, but yeah, Sentinels is like literally ion dissonance for us right now. Like, it's it's, it's such it's such the same thing. Ghost so of glad. a Fallen Age, holy fuck, dude. Beneath yes. the massacre. Beneath Oof. the map, dude. There'll be so many like. Imagine, oh man, Maltov come I, back to like one show, like all right, let's stack this bitch, let's make this bitch a fest. Dude, just make, just make it a just make it a fest. Let's keep fest. everybody on this damn thing. <laughs> Thirty oh, bands. Dude. And what's cool too is I brought it up to I brought it up to Joe when they were releasing those new tracks. Like they put out that first new single for the latest uh, Beneath the Masker record. Yeah. I was like, yo, oh. I was like, yo, this is fucking insane, and it sounds just as good, if not better, than it used to. Yeah, like they you know, just they're still just as good. It's like, just as good. It's so it's the same stuff. It's like it didn't suffocate. even stop. Yeah. And I and I said, "Ooh, suffocate!" Damn. Man. I saw. I sent it to Joe, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we played some shows with him back in the day." I was like, "Dude, yeah. we should do some camp. We should do Canada shows with Beneath the Massacre." So if anybody ever gets a hold of those, dudes, I'd love to play some. Beneath it's the crazy shows. because wild. I picked up Beneath the Massacre, but I couldn't say anything about it for a while. And then I said, I I told my friend Monty about it, um, and he has a 
he had a podcast called Casting called Casting Metal, and uh, the first he so he wanted me to be his guest on it one time, so I was like, yeah, sure, and you know I didn't know what, like questions was me asked or anything like that, obviously, but uh, right. the first thing was he's like, so, um, so you picked up Beneath the Massacre, and I was like, Monty, <laughs> like. <laughs> So I was like, it's a small like, podcast. Like, it's not going to get, like, out there. Like, really, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, he... I'm going to post about it. But, like, I don't think any, like, news websites will, like, find out about it. Yeah, and, don't, uh, be, don't beat me to the punch on it. Yeah, the PRP did. <laughs> oh, they did? They got it? <laughs> and then if the PRP coasted, then Yeah, and the band was like, uh, they weren't, like, mad. They are just like, yo, don't talk about it anymore. Because they're, you know, trying to be, like, secretive, like, waiting until, like, um, you know, they were ready to release shit. But yeah. um, it took a minute for them, you know, it, they were supposed to be on some other label. Uh, I don't know. They were, like, talking to a few different labels at once, but then they settled on Century Media. And then um, it then it sure. obviously came out. And then I had them on that Origin tour, played three shows, and it got canceled because pandemic. Right. And <laughs> it was very cool, cool tour for them, though. Cool yeah, tour. I know. It was like, dude, this is a cool first tour back. You know, this perfect lineup for you guys. Like, you're gonna crush it, which they did the first three shows. They sold a shit ton of merch. They said they sold out of like mostly everything, like in the first like three days. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. But it makes sense. I mean, do a band like that. I literally, I was a you know that band had a ton of when they were right? when it was coming to Texas. I was gonna go. Yeah, I was gonna go all three Texas shows and literally buy everything from them. Probably. <laughs> like <laughs> I never expected a free shit. Like sometimes like bands, like, yeah, 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 don't worry about. It. Take it, take it. So I'm like, no, just take my money. And being my drunk I want self, I would be like, here's just a hundred dollars. Just give me that shirt, that vinyl, that shirt, that hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes Please. up for itself, dude. Yeah, and then that record is so cool. Just it's it's just everything that was missing. Yeah, yeah. For a little while. It felt it felt good to have that back. It did. It really did. It really yeah. fucking did. Because that first single they put out and that breakdown, I was like, God, fuck. At the end, that just it, keeps bro. going. It's like the vocals line up with the breakdown. And it's just like, like there's these cool empty gaps in it. And shit. You're like, God, yeah. dude, this is hitting me like a brick in the face. Right now. I love this song. <laughs> dude, I love seriously. It. It's incredible. Such a, such a good album, dude. Oh, shit. What's up, Josh? Thanks for the sub, bud. Nine months. Seneca. I do remember Ghost of a Fallen Age. They had that. Yes. Uh, from North Carolina or South Carolina. It was they had the album was like the war something war. Mm-hmm. I think it's still on. I think it's up Secret on Secret War. They were signed Secret to war that uh, Tragic Hero label, Ghost of a Fallen. Yeah, there it is. Wow, I haven't listened to this in a while. Yeah, I haven't listened to that in a while. Either, Rumors I, I of the Jane. Secret War, two thousand seven. Jesus, I I listened to that one a lot though. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I don't. You know that was great. There was also <clears> bands like Knives one. Exchanging Hands. Embrace you know, the end was an amazing band. Embrace the end was good. My fate, one of my favorites, out of the little bit more like the chaotic kind of death Corey was uh, uh-huh. from a second story window. Best dude, hands down. The best. The best. That's so it. good. From it a second story, I got to see him at the. I, I saw him at the rabbit one time, and the show was just wild. Fuck, I got to go back to all these bands and listen to literally all. I know, of right? Tomorrow. Now you're just like you got to write down a I list of. Yeah, because I literally went to Ghost of a Fallen Ages Spotify and went to fans also like, and it's literally. Every All those bands. fucking band, Glass Casket, Salt the Wound, Winter Solstice, With Dead Hands Rising, Belied My Burial, With Blood Comes Cleansing, My Heroes Meet, On Broken Wings, Rose Funeral, Beneath the Sky, Knights of the Abyss. Ooh, Knights. Griff. Knights, Griff, the fucking the man, the father. 
Dead to Fall. Dead to Fall. My better, you know, I already said my better, and I'll say it again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'll say it again. I'll say it again and again and again. I wish their old EP was up, but it's not. Knights was Knights was dope though. I like Knights, that band a lot. Dude. At the Throne of Judgment, a different breed of killer. Ooh, fuck. At man. the Throne of Judgment was cool. Nobody ever remembers that band. They no had that really cool like. Does. Dude, they're like super. They were like. Fuck. Very almost like when Job for a Cowboy turned turned death metal, they had a similar sound. It was just like Christian death metal. Almost. It was fucking dope. <laughs> Dude, all these. I mean, there's so many good bands, man. Ooh, uh, the Yellow Sign. Uh, oh yeah, Irish Mike, Front. Mike from the Yellow Sign actually designed the Silence the Messenger logo. No fucking way. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah, he did a bunch of artwork. I want to oh, say like he... Arizona bands, right? Yeah. We are the end was a really good deathcore band. MySpace death, yeah. Abacab. We are the end started to build a little bit of a base, and then... they started, and it was gonna pop. It, it could have yep. popped for them because I heard the record, and that never came out. It was supposed to come out on Metal Blade, and then the band imploded. Oh, I was me. I was booking them. Scott was managing them. Don't ever bring them up to Scott. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Is he gonna get? Is he gonna get? Will he get salty about it? It's a waste, waste of time. It was just uh, for all party, more so him. But sure, he he kind of like I I do really like the band, but I always heard they were like kind of unstable. Anybody kind of was like just pushing me to pick them up, and I was like, all right, fine. Put them on some stuff, and then it just fucking imploded. I'm like, God, man, guys, come on, you have it. It's there, man. Record's sick, so good. Never they were on. A, I remember. I think we are the end was on a tour with See You Next Tuesday. That's another band that I, I always forget about. Sometimes. Oh yeah, that's another one. See You Next Tuesday was cool. They were, dude. Did they ever? We had, when no, that like spastic, end. that like spastic kind of like all over the place. All over the fucking. But that you know that was another band back in the day that like consistently toured. They were playing like two hundred plus shows a year. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they, they were. They were on the road a lot. They yeah, they had cool man. tours. Good for them. They had a lot of cool shit. The Heartland. Yeah, oh my god, dude. The names, Jot. Yeah, you guys remember all this fucking shit here. <laughs> the most popular MySpace era deathcore band turned out to be Chelsea Grin. Truth. Yeah. Probably. I mean. Well, well I don't I mean, know. MySpace Because you're, you're lumping them. Yeah. You're lumping you're right. them in with Whitechapel, Suicide, Carnifex. Yeah, you like, are. Even Oceano. Even Oceano. Yeah. Like, the, like you know, the big five or whatever. Like a, Yeah. I mean, it's. Like, it's, don't get me wrong. I, I love them. And I, I think. They did. I a, think New Grin is. Like, yeah, I think New Grin. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I like New Grin the best. That's me. Yeah, and I think it's no, the and best. no, dis- no disrespect to Alex at all. No, I, I love Alex. Him like a, a t- total friend. He was he was yeah. actually one of my earliest earliest friends from back in that time too. Like when like Grin stayed at James's apartment <clears throat> one time, like before they were doing anything big. Like they weren't getting hotels and stuff. They just crashed at yeah. James's apartment once. Like that was like we we fucking got drunk on James's couch and watched. Um, uh, oh, Psyopus. What are those? Why am I? Why am I? Were the dude? Why am I? Bl- it's because it's these fucking beers. Were they? Uh, <laughs> so the dude mouths to asses horror movie. What? What is it called? Were that the scientists would sew people's mouths okay. to buttholes? At the oh centipede, human centipede. Oh geez, yeah. Why That's, was I blanking um, on that? Yeah, we got drunk and like me and Alex like fell asleep watching Human Centipede on James's couch. Fell like, asleep to that. <laughs> yeah. So no, like he's an old home. He's an old friend. So no disrespect to him, but I think oh, Tom's, no. Tom's doing a great job though. No, he is. I feel like Alex would agree with it. Yeah. What is Alex doing now? He did have like some. He was doing stuff grudges. Like- 
he was doing yeah. grudges his like a uh, kind of hip hop b side project i don't he hasn't been very active on socials lately but uh, no i know he's not, it seems like he's doing well though I, from what i've seen he's like working out a lot and all that shit yeah so yeah he seems like man. he's doing <clears throat> yeah there we go i was getting corrected in the chat there human centipede i don't know why it took me a second to figure out i that. know that fucking movie dude oh my god the second one's the best one. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> it's I so think so. the first the first one's like you don't know what to expect and it's kind of slow, but then it like is. the final the final like half hour or so is kind of fucked. But then the oh, second one is like the black and white. I think makes it like a lot darker and it does. more fucked up. And it's like way grittier. It's all black and, and white. Yeah. Yeah, they've the pacing is a lot better, and the third one's just like a little too weird. It's right? wicked. Yeah, the third. Yeah, yeah, the second, like, the second one's on, the, the second one. Yeah, second one's the exactly. Best. Yeah, the most recent feature Alex did was with this band called Worm Shepherd. It was a pretty fucking sick track. Oh, so band, so. I, I keep, I've seen Worm Shepherd post about it a couple times. That's cool he did him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, with them. He still has it. Yo, what up, Josh? I have seen the third one, Human Centipede. Jesus. I mean, the second one's the best. It's such sure. a fucked up movie, dude. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. I'm glad you agree too, because it's also like a trilogy. Like you could definitely expect nobody to watch all three of those. <laughs> no, dude. No. You wouldn't be. You wouldn't be surprised at all if somebody was like, "I saw one of them." Like, yeah. okay, that makes sense. But who yeah, the fuck is going to give a shit about three of those movies? Three. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. nobody. Come on, dude. You're like really pushing it there. Yeah, that's like, like such three, a three, my guy. Like, a stupid movie concept to drag out for three movies. <laughs> I know. Get the fuck out of here. Why? Two two tops. It's dumb. <laughs> two tops, dude. That's even two pushing tops. in my opinion. Yeah. God. But... Scene with the grandma or the mom or whatever. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. Let's see, let's see how many people actually know this one. Um, a Serbian film. A Serbian film. I don't know. No. Oh man. No. <clears throat> It's one of those like I think because Human Centipede gets lumped in with those like most fucked up horror movies, but like yeah, yeah, one of those, uh, a Serbian film Did constantly makes these like if you look up like top ten worst horror movies of all time or like most gruesome or most it's like a Serbian most film, up, a Serbian film is always in like top five. It's from 2010. It came out. Yeah, it's it's so it. it's so fucked. Like very very fucked. Like the, the uh, I'm not gonna wait, give I'm not gonna give like, I'm not yeah. gonna give away the ending, but the the basic premise is like there's this like retired porn star gets offered a lot of money to come back and do films, but he doesn't know anything about the scenes. He just has like a he knows he's gonna get paid really well, but he doesn't know shit about yeah, what he doesn't the scenes know. are gonna be. And they get like yeah, Weird. and yeah, it is it is like borderline snuff film stuff. Like wow, it, yeah. Uh, I think I've seen this cover before. I'm looking at the cover of the movie. Maybe the art. It's it's very fucked up. Like yeah, I, I, it looks can't fucked spoil, up. I can't I'm spoil the it. ending, but one of the one of the cool scenes in the middle is like he the idea behind the scene and he's like fucking some chick like handcuffed to a bed, but he has to like chop her head off with a machete. Oh my the, god. Was yeah, it banned like, in the US? It might have been. It was, yeah. You it was tough to find. Yeah. Uh, there's there's like a rated R version, then there's like an uncut that's really it's really like it's actually tough to find i was searching for it i haven't put out feelers on facebook and twitter and stuff yeah to see if anybody knew where i could find a copy it's actually really hard to find um it probably is everyone, i mean a movie like that for sure every once in a while it you pops know? up but but it's yeah it's one of those way underground like but like cult following it's actually bigger than you would think oh yeah if you have, if you ever find it somewhere if you if you can handle like really fucked up then do it then, then but do you'll it, yeah You'll know what I mean when you get to the end of it. Uh, and I'll leave it. I'll leave, <laughs> I'll leave it like that. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Speaking of Vail, Vance would know. Hell yeah. Villainath. 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 Oh, right yeah. Here. Pretty sure that's his favorite movie. Yeah, it probably is, knowing him. Yo, one second, though, because your boy really has to pee. And if you want to get that beer, you can go do that, too. We can take a break. I have to pee, for... have to pee too. Uh, we're going to take a break for, like, two minutes. Not even. Two-minute two minute break. If you, yeah, if you guys need to. BRB, whatever. boys. All right, cool. <laughs> Checks pirate, baby. <laughs> Hey, I beat him back. <laughs> ah, I beat you. Well, you had to get a beer. Well, I actually ran to the garage too, and I grabbed those Trulies I was telling you about. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, shit. Just in case. Just in case. Hey, I went two hours without peeing, everyone. That's a fucking miracle come true. You guys should be proud. Yeah. <laughs> Drank through a whole thing of water. That one. Huh? A cup, my backup. And an entire Truly. <laughs> is that all you had on reserve was one truly yeah. that's all i had so i never drink at home it's like rare dude oh well i'm glad you i'm glad you saved it for my stream yes for, for our stream <laughs> my, uh adam said like old memories where's our chugging match oh god dude you'll out chug me i can't chug were you guys supposed to do a chugging match i don't know did we did we help help uh, did we hold hands yes we would have for sure if we were together right now. <laughs> Man, holding hands sounds dope. I want to hold hands with, with with tour buds. Yeah, I know. It's been so long. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Everything is the worst. <laughs> Everything. All of it. It's all trash. Pass me some Sean or Bach. Oh, hell yeah. So what are some of your favorite horror movies? Is horror oh, your yeah. thing? 
Is that horror, like... I, I'm definitely into horror things. Yeah. Oh, Adam, do I get to be included in the chug? I'll definitely participate yeah, so in the chug. Yeah, we can all chug. Okay, we can the, all chug. That day is going to be amazing. <clears throat> yeah, but you're going to make it more difficult because your ass is trying to go back to Dallas instead of Austin. I know, I know. Whatever, dude, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever, dude. I'll be back focus. down here a lot anyway. <laughs> we should hang out before I leave, though. <laughs> when are you planning on doing that? Uh, we, our moving date is March 9th. That's trash. I think I I'm actually going to be. I'm going to actually be in Vegas at that point. I'm supposed Ooh, to. Vegas. But yeah, before that, that, yeah, I can. We can make a thing. No, make a thing. We'll make a thing. Um. Oh, we'll VHS. What, dude? I remember seeing VHS. VHS was cool. Hi, Rosie. Jesus, my, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> my, it was my cool, favorite. But what? well, there was a second one too, wasn't there? Yeah, but I didn't see that one. I, I like the idea of the first one. I just didn't watch the second one. It's just fucking weird. I think I was like stoned out of my mind watching it the first time. <laughs> I'd be like, what am I fucking watching? What is what this? A, yeah, what a show to. Yeah. Show. A show. I mean, it kind of was. <laughs> what a movie. Yeah, what a show to get stoned. It was so bizarre. My, but yeah, horror, what's... Horror, horror is my shit. My favorite one of uh, is The Shining. The Shining is my favorite horror. Yes. Movie. Um,. It's just very, it's viral. to a first timer. I can see the shining being like kind of slow paced and a little boring in parts, but it's like, everything has its place in that movie. And there's so mm -hmm. much going on that you don't really think about. Um, <clears throat> I think there was some like analysis that was done to it. I'd have to, I could look up the article, but some they've done like a study about the shining and it's like scientifically the perfect horror movie because of how, how it was, because of how it was put put together, I'm not going to word it properly right now in in this moment because I'm only just thinking about it. But yeah, no, you're um, it's like the it's like the pacing and the um, how the scares are all built up. Um, it they it's like there's like equation math equations that are involved when they they kind of applied like some sort of like a grid to it. I think basically mm -hmm. more or less, anyways. Yeah, um, and it's like everything about it kind of makes it the perfect horror movie. Um, I'd have to I'd have to look it up. I probably couldn't find the article quick enough, but um, I mean, it the is Shining's my favorite. But I do I do much. fuck with horror a lot. I try yeah. and, I try and do that thing in like every October, like and watch go through them all, go through as many horror movies as I can. I love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. For sure, I, I actually watched one of those ones. I watched one of those remakes with my girlfriend and her mom. The uh, remake's good. Uh, yeah, I didn't I don't I don't really dislike those. Uh, mm. I think it was I think it was the Leatherface one. Yes, I think that's the one that yes. we watched. It's good. Um, I it think cool. Could, yeah, man. it's yeah. They're entertaining. They're, I mean, I mean, if I think if we're being honest, and don't get me wrong, I still love it. But the original one, yeah, dude, a little slow. Tell. Yeah, a little slow for sure. A little slow by today's standards, but you know, great film, classic. Yep. Still, I still love it. But you know, try try showing that to like a teenager or something nowadays. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, yeah, exactly. They're going to be my, really. Where's, where's my vape? Where's my vape? <laughs> Have you seen the Banshee chapter? No, the Banshee. Let's look it up. It's a 2013 film. Banshee sometimes referred to as the Banshee chapter. It's a 2013 American horror film and the director, blah, blah, blah. Where's the meaning? Investigative journalist Anna looks into a disappearance of her friend who she believes ingested a secret government chemical her search leads her into the disturbing world of covert operatives 
with one strange radio transmission troubling her. Interesting. Huh. That's very interesting. There was one... Video, though. Whoa. That picture is it close? There was one that I watched this year that was actually pleasantly surprising. Like, it's kind of hard to find, I think, good horror movies these days. There are some that kind of sneak through the cracks, but there's so many that get made where you can't always <clears throat> trust, you know, like, the cover that you see. Yeah, you never can. Um, no, and, like, I love a lot of the classics, obviously, like, you know, Halloween's and the Friday the 13th's, and we watched the original uh, Nightmare on Elm Street this year, and, yep. you know, still dope. Always. I love those old those old 80s effects that are just, yeah. like, the the practical ones i love like 80s horror is my in like early 90s that's my shit that's yeah. my fate the golden era is, and i think that's probably why i like that ice nine record so much too is it's like a lot of just the songs based on those but yeah um but i love that era of horror i think it's great you know and there's new stuff that comes out now that's cool but it's never like uh, yeah there they is, can never there get back one. to that you no know, you can't it's no like, you it's can't never gonna get back to like how horror movies were once filmed for sure there was one but i was impressed this year with one that i watched i i can't remember the name of it but it's about a uh, like a, a father and his son that work in a morgue and they get this weird uh corpse that comes in and little things get weirder and weirder yeah because of the corpse as uh <clears throat> as it goes along and then um without spoiling the the ending yeah uh it actually is pretty it's pretty creepy um Oh, man, I, I wish I knew. I, damn it. It's going to bother me that I can't figure it out. You might have to Google it. <laughs> I can. Um, Adam asks, does Steve like trauma slash toxic Avengers shit and cheesy B-side horror? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, like, give me some, like, examples. Dude, I haven't I think, really I watched think... movies in so long. I don't know. It's weird. <clears throat> um... Toxic Thanks Avenger, I never actually made my way through, but um, I don't think I've seen Toxic Avenger. Hold on, I watch. can go. I can Sometimes go back. Sometimes I, I forget names of movies, and then I go look them up and see the the cover, and then I'm like, oh yes, okay, I remember now. This one, um, I did. I never saw this movie actually. Which one? Toxic Avenger. I, I know I've seen the cover and everything, but I don't think I, I'm pretty sure I've never seen it. The Toxic Avenger. No, I, I I think I saw a part of it when I was a kid, but I never actually yeah. made my way through that all the way. Um, example. Oh, the the autopsy of Jane Doe is what it's called. The autopsy of Jane Doe. Why yeah. Oh, like... somebody actually somebody put it in there too. Yeah. Damn oh, it! Right. I was like taking my time to look for it real quick. Yeah, autopsy of Jane Doe. Actually, surprisingly, like pretty creepy. I, really. Uh, yeah, that one I would that one I would I'd recommend going after. That was pretty. Yeah, good. it came out a few years ago. 2017 it was yes. oh okay yeah this looks interesting hard it rock is, zombies i think it's called and others like that i gotta go watch them um, adam i watched one i watched one this year called uh called blood diner <laughs> blood diner <laughs> yeah dude oh so bad <laughs> blood <laughs> diner let's see <laughs> You could just like tell by like if you just look at the images on Google, yep. mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's all you need to look at. Yeah, like it was one that it was that was another one that like just me and my girlfriend watched. But it was like uh, there's this goddamn like there's like a head in a jar or like a brain. I think it's like a brain with eyeballs yeah. or something. Yeah, I see. Uh, 
Dude, so, they have to like reawaken some genie or witch or some shit. It's oh, it's fuck. <clears throat> yeah, that's fucking so weird. Very campy. Very like yeah. The gore is not very good, but it's also over the top at the same time. <laughs> Santa's sleigh. <laughs> what was I heard of that one? The Siberian uh, Siberian film is on the Pirate Bay. The Pirate Bay is still a thing. I had no fucking clue. I thought Pirate Bay got shut down. It was not. I'm scared to like type it in my browser. We're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> it's like, oh, like, oh, this guy's a yeah. fucking creep. He searched a Serbian film and he's yeah. clearly, a, clearly a predator of some kind. The PirateBay.cx. Wow, it's still a fucking thing. I like how it warns you: do not download any torrent before hiding your IP with a VPN. Hide vi- IP with NordVPN, seventy percent off. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. I had no idea Power Bay was still a fucking thing, dude. What do you guys either. think of the green room? Why do I feel like I've seen the green room? I didn't I didn't see green room. Um I just looked it up and it was taking me a second to remember what it uh what it was. I, I watched no, actually I don't think I saw this. The Green Inferno? That I'm pretty sure I've seen. That's that's the like That's kind of like tip of the hat to Oh, Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty fucked up. <clears throat> I want 28 months later. <laughs> I love 28 uh, days later and weeks later. I love 28 weeks later a little more, but that's just me. I love that. I remember. Movie. I remember liking those, but I don't. I don't remember very many details because I watched those like when they actually came out. Oh. Okay. And as I mean, zombie it, shit. I but I like old. I like old zombie that, shit though. I'm a I'm a fan of more like my favorite zombie flick is Day of the Dead, the original. Day of the Dead, yeah. George A. Romero, Day of the Dead, Great like movie. black and the white, black and white, Night of the Living Dead is cool, still creepy. I think that's fun. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead is actually probably like my least favorite. Um, Day of the Dead is when you get like really into like the darker, gritty '80s, real you know realistic gore. Realistic shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead's mm. my favorite. Was it? it shut down. Where do you guys think? Oh, the green room. Okay. Green room is wild and very believable. Oh. oh I might have to check that out then. Did you watch? Um, Damn. Okay. Uh, Lucas Seneca says, as a touring as a touring band, did you watch um, the Sound of Metal? Oh, was that the? Uh, where the uh, guy? Where the, he's like the drummer in like a rock band, and he go, he's starting to go deaf. No, actually, I just looked it up. I, I I've heard the name. Yeah, you no, need to, I've you never need to seen watch, this. You need to you need to watch that one. That's wow. uh, that's rough. That sounds... it's, yeah, it's it's tough, dude. Because you they the way the the way they do the audio is like every time that he starts to experience some like loss of hearing. Yeah, they they, they basically dumb mimic. out. Every, they mimic it, so they're you're kind yeah. of hearing what he's hearing or not hearing essentially. Wow. Like you can hear very muffled, like dumbed down sounds in the background. Yeah, but it's it's supposed to give you the audio idea of what it's be like to start losing your hearing. Wow! And it's like he, he tries to go to some like or like a rehab uh, where he's learning to kind of deal with this and stuff. And he's, yeah, he's got his girlfriend is the singer in the band. Oh fuck, dude! Dude, it's, so it's like a love story, but also like music's involved and it's. Mm-hmm. And like we're like that's his life. Like they live in a, like his... a tour, like an RV, like a touring RV together. Yeah. Dude, it's it's intense. Wow. It's it's really good, but it's it like it it like it was like a punch to the gut, like a couple different ways. It's good though. 
Yeah, the watch. See, watch set, I almost cried watching that shit. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a movie I'm gonna fucking cry watching. He goes down oh, yeah. a rough it's patch a, with his hair loss. I could imagine. I can't even imagine that happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, what would you do? Like, like seriously, what would you do? Being any, playing anything, you know, any instrument. Mm-hmm. And then losing your hearing, like where you're Fuck. like playing music as your life, like your yeah. actual life, like that's what you do, and you're that's building it with somebody else, and then. Like the relationship thing is is part of it. Like him losing his passion is one thing, but then the relationship. Yeah, it's. Right. it's yeah. I can't. I can't say too much more than that. But it's like a. Boy, it's it's good, man. That one you. That one you should. I, I'm so surprised I never seen it. It came out in 2019 too. I yeah, remember I seeing it, this like. Cover and everything. Film. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't remember it even really getting promoted in 20. I didn't hear about it. I guess until yeah. it hit like Netflix. Or is it Amazon? I forgot Amazon Studios. Amazon, yeah. Until uh, it got picked up and put on there, I didn't see anything. Wow. I never heard. I never heard about it, and I just watched it like a month ago. A month ago? Maybe oh, really? A month and a half ago? Yeah, like I just watched it. Damn, I'm definitely gonna have to watch that this week. Is it on Amazon yeah. Prime? Yeah, do that. Yes, it's it a... is. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. good. I got stupid Amazon Prime. <laughs> you got to have them all during this time, dude. You can't. Yeah. How long until they put a cor- a horror movie about quarantine? <laughs> this year, probably. Damn. Well, I mean. <laughs> well, we're still going through it. <laughs> yeah. If somebody's not but, writing that right now, though, they're an idiot. Yeah, they're a fucking <laughs> idiot because they got all the material for it. Yeah, you're living in the moment. You better be writing that movie right now, whoever you are. <laughs> they did do a docuseries. Yeah, a documentary. Who's, who's definitely watching this stream, too? There, I, I watched, uh, what's on Netflix? What's that? fucking movie they put on netflix about 2020 Death oh 2020. i watched that the, the like mockumentary thing. yeah it's hilarious that, like, comedy mo- that was really well done is that what it is death to 2020 yes yeah, that's what death it was. To 20. dude oh. and samuel L. jackson is like narrating a lot, or he's in he's in, in a lot yeah mm-hmm. literally I, I uh i had to go to dallas a few weeks ago to look at some apartments and i stayed with orlando and uh you know we got pretty stoned and then uh watched it because at first i was like i don't want to watch this he's like no no like listen it's it's funny like it's not because yeah. i thought it was like a serious thing i didn't well, really they like, make they make it look serious they do yes and then started watching that shit bro <laughs> just lost my shit <laughs> oh yeah it's great it just was lost great. it dude i think i watched that like new year's day contagion? or something whoa I, uh adam said there's a movie from over 10 years ago called contagion it's oh yeah I, this I remember seeing people like actually like bring that up, bring up, Oce- bring up Oceano talking about contagion oh. stuff and being like, I was talking about this forever ago. Oh, I've seen this. Wait, I've seen this cover. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like I've seen this fucking movie? Maybe not. I don't Maybe think some I of the actors and actresses they I've seen all of them in movies. Maybe that's why I'm just like, oh wait, I think I've seen this, but I don't think I've seen it. It's from twenty yeah twenty eleven, so ten years ago. That's nuts. It's fucking Matt Damon. No shit. Matt Kate Damon. Like, Matt Damon. <laughs> he'll never get away from him. <laughs> oh, he'll never get away from that. That's always going to be stuck. Like, sorry. Matt Damon. <laughs> like, he'll never go away. Dude, STM used to get STM used to get like drunk and we would jam <clears throat> the Team America soundtrack. Yeah. All the time, to- all the time in the fucking van, and we'd oh, be just man. like, just yelling that shit over and over. <laughs> Every every song I have some like old picture I posted it just a picture of it playing on an iPod, 
just we would jam that album nonstop. We loved that movie. We'd play oh, it on the damn, laptop sometimes so and watch it. Fucking hilarious! It's so over the top. America. (laughs) Did you ever see? You know what's funny? So like the Uh, Trey Park, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, like they're basically just doing South Park. Yeah. Now, Um, but like you know when that late '90s, early 2000s comedy era was going around, and South Park was just blowing up, and it was in their prime. Yeah. Do you remember before Team America, they put out a movie called Orgasmo? Did you ever see that? I I think I only. I gotta look it up. Orgasmo, right? (laughs) orgasmo yeah it's like this like mormon mormon missionary guy is like i always get the two confused i think it's trey he's a he's like a mormon missionary who needs money to like save up for his wedding or something and so he ends up falling into the porn industry yeah it was like some in came out as like some nc-17 movie it, it uh it's but it was on i think it's on netflix or whatever and i watched it like over the summer is it, it's funny how it came out in 1969 <laughs> <laughs> I love like, that. Does it say that really? <laughs> yeah, it came out February 7th, 1969. It's on their Wikipedia, Orgasmo. Oh, well, the actual movie was 97, so I don't know why I Wait, put it really? 69. Wait, was the 97 one a remake? I don't know if it was a remake, but it, or, Orgasmo? O R G A Z. Oh, wait, there's another one, with uh, not with the Z. It might have been based off the original oh maybe he like uh trey Trey parker gets sucked into doing porn and he's like a mormon but he's like a super religious mormon and he gets sucked into doing porn and stuff and no i never uh, saw that i see the cover art now does that look familiar it kind of does but i i never saw it i would i would remember this for sure (laughs) Uh, okay yeah he plays this like this like porn superhero named orgasmo where he like oh my god you know uh, but like they had, there was like introducing those voices, like they're, <laughs> <laughs> and there's this like fucking like super like obese uh, porn star that comes into the room. Yeah, and it's like oh, fudge me now, you got me all hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wild. It's, it's too else. fucking good. It's dude. very dated humor, but it's like you can kind of hear like it's obviously like a voice that would get used in like South Park eventually. Yeah. But it was like when they were introducing those. It's like not her voice. It's either Trey or Matt doing the like a voiceover for her shit. <laughs> You're gonna make me come. <laughs> yeah, fudge me now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a fun little watch if you yeah. want to feel slightly awkward. That rules. Oh, man. Well, this, what is that? Sex or what? La, what? Sexers? What? Sexers? Sex or sister? What the? For sure, what? What are you showing us? What are you telling us here? Let's see. Google everything, right? Wait, I is not coming out with anything in Google, I'll tell you that. <laughs> It says send a message. I've actually even tried sending anything in here. I wonder. Yes, yeah, send a message, Steve. Yes. Is Esther? Wait, is it this? Balls. Exorcist. Oh, wanna wanna live show? Oh. What do you think about the Exorcist films? Did you like them? Did you see the uh, first Exorcist film when you were a kid, like I did? Yeah, the fir- the first one, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's and it actually scared the shit out of me, but. Uh, oh, dude! It scared the I, fuck out of me too. Oh, I didn't mind it. It it was just an old white zombie album. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah, we're pushing three hours. We're going wild. We're going 24-hour stream, guys, with Steve. 
Cool. Hang on. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs> oh, yeah, that white some... zombie record. Okay, from 92. Yes. Uh, I never did. I never did White Zombie. I did. Uh, I kind of did. I liked Rob Zombie. I was a Rob Zombie guy. Yeah. I, you know. Oh yeah, same, same. Okay. Welcome to the chat room. Okay, let's see if it works. Test, test balls. <laughs> hey, it worked. All right. Oh, cool. Sweet. Oh shit. Okay, cool. Now I can add. Oh. Now I can talk. Sure. Yeah, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie was my Rob Zombie was my shit though. I like. Uh, I love the Devil's was... Rejects. Too. Yeah, but for movies, but I love his music. I still do. Sure. Yeah. Um, He's a very he put out he put out individual. a he put out a single actually I think back in October. He did. Did he come out? Did they come out? Like, come out of the record? Or I don't think the record's out. Is it? It's just a single. It's called oh. The one. Triumph of King Freak. Okay, now Nuclear Blast. Whoa. What? Yeah. So Rob really... Zombie's a Nuclear Blast now. That's fucking nutty. Wow. That's that crazy. is nutty. Hellbilly Deluxe and Sinister Urge were my fucking jams. Dude, Those are... man, such good records. <clears throat> Super cool. Like, I mean, I, I didn't hear about Hellbilly until probably like yeah, ninety nine or two thousand. So like a year or two after. What year was that? Ninety eight. Uh, ninety eight. Yeah. I mean, Drag Dragula classic. Uh, oh yeah. Super beast. You know, the Jesus. it's the it's the Rob Zombie song. You know what sucks though too is I. I think it. I know it's happened at least once, or maybe there were two legs of it. But Rob Zombie touring with Manson, yeah, uh, would have been such a cool show to go see. And I've never seen either of them live. No, I've never seen either of them. I, I those are like two bands I've never seen live. Rage Against the Machine, I've never seen live, which I have tickets to for the rescheduled show this year. Oh, um, I have that. I have that for <laughs> Romstein when they were announcing that. Oh that yeah. One. Me and James, me and James bought uh, fire pit tickets for Romstein, and that shit was easily wow. like, like two hundred and fifty bucks a piece or something, like just to be in that fire zone where it gets super hot. Yeah, uh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, I spent some money on yeah, on those fucking tickets and like just for it to get rescheduled. So who knows if it's even gonna happen? They rescheduled that one too for uh, this mm. coming November, and it was supposed to have already happened, but who knows if it's yeah, who knows if it's gonna. Yeah, who I still knows? need to see. It. I've never seen System of a Down. I never did either. That bugs mm. me too. I've only seen Slipknot once, too. I've seen Slipknot Slip like once. two or three times. No, it's, twice. It's, I saw my Knot Fest one time too. It's still the best. It's still the best live show. Dude, Slipknot. they have the best product. Like their production's insane. It's through the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I wish I would have like, been able to see Pantera. Same. Yeah, I never got to see Pantera. Never. That was like slightly like I. The what's funny is uh, Walk wasn't the first Pantera song I ever heard. The first one I ever heard was uh, Five Minutes Alone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the first one I saw or heard, not saw. Yeah, and I loved it. I'm not like a huge fucking Pantera fan. I mean, I like them, but yeah, um, you would think like, oh, Texas, you must <laughs> love Pantera. That like, should be your I favorite like band. <laughs> it should be your favorite band. Well, it's not, and I need you to get out of my face about it. <laughs> Can we um, do concerts and say, come at your own risk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on you. This is... You have to sign like a waiver, dude. Yeah. You know what? I, you know what? You know what? Uh, concert series I miss would come back. Huh. Uh, Sounds of the Underground. Oh man, yes. Oh man, there was Sounds like of the talks was... of it years ago, or not even years ago. I, I think there was like rumors. Was there was rumors? Rumors or rumors? Yeah. Of war. 
Because, well, there was also the rumor of, like, Ash from Sumerian taking over Mayhem Fest. Oh, yeah, Mayhem was cool. And they did tease it. They did post things about it, and it was going to happen. But I heard it wasn't going to be, like, a full tour. It was just going to be, like, like like an actual fest somewhere. Or, but it might happen in different spots in like a couple different states. Oh, just like a few, not like a running actual. Not like, like a tour, running tour, yeah. Just a handful, a handful of Hand, dates. Yeah, which yeah, I would, would be cool. Would I be mean, cool. that's what they should do with it, honestly, because I think it would do really well. Like, just put mm-hmm. it in the markets that are strong. You know? Yeah, just look at the LA. just look at the numbers. Just yeah. look at the numbers of what dates did well and put it there. And then. Yeah, and then just just build it from there. Mayhem, Mayhem was solid. It always had like really cool bands on it. So they did. the The last one they did was Slayer. It was kind of like it was a good lineup, but it didn't hold up to like the big bands they had <laughs> in the past. You know, this ass has still streaming. Still streaming. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Wasp. <laughs> it's just literally me and Dan hanging out. Like That's there's people watching. Yeah. Out. Dude, we're we're at three hours, and I don't even I don't even care. I'm That's glad cool. that we're doing this on on a night that I have off, so I can. Yeah, I know. I'm down to go till whenever, so I'll I'll leave it up to you. Um, <laughs> we'll go for a little <laughs> bit longer. <laughs> I'm gonna let, um, let Rosie out. <laughs> oh, perhaps. Yeah, she might. Have perhaps. To perhaps. Yeah. Maybe hang out with That's the girlfriend not... for a few. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but also like three hours with your boy. I, I know. You. I haven't seen you in a minute, dude. Mm-hmm. Do you even still play Call of Duty or not? Nah? Dude, well, okay, I'm, I figured that would come up at some point. <laughs> I haven't because, like, my – I was on, like, every night when the bar was shut down. And it's oh, gone – like, yeah. the bar has been shut down and opened up, like, two different times. Oh, so, sure, okay. And because it's just weird times. And so, I, like, I, you know, I'll, I'll pick up shifts or, like, work extra yeah, and stuff. And so – Make some money. So, yeah, so, like, the, the you know, the couple nights off that I – two or three nights off for, like, a week that I do have – I usually end up just like laying down and watching Netflix and like it sounds sounds dumb to be like oh you don't have the energy to get up and play video games well right. no I don't because no. I'm just gonna you know I want to just watch something until I fall asleep yeah no, uh, I so totally like when the, once the bar's been opened back up then that's when I kind of fell back off and I played once like maybe two months ago I hopped yeah. on, on like a random Wednesday or something um but. I don't know. Fuck. Maybe I'll hop on tonight then. I'm already hanging we out. We should get Joel to do it. Okay. Do you want to hop on after this? We could. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. Is that I'm what fine. you're? Is that? Is that what you're inferring? Or we I don't mean, have to. We, we can. We Not like directly after this. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. T- yeah. Maybe, take a second. Yeah. Maybe like 45 minutes after. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. No. Go right there. I'll see you in five seconds. <laughs> Big fan um, of Surf Cruise. What's that? What the hell is that? Office Nike. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, I feel dumb for not. I, I don't know. No, but so, I miss playing. I do miss playing. I just haven't, like when you know, once the bar opened back up, I just got busy again. So oh like, yeah, I, 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 I took a back seat. So, but I've I've seen your I've seen your love affair with the game and like not playing it and love and back hate. into it. And, yeah. Surf, yeah. Oh, well, it's hate. a movie. Surf Curse. No, the only oh, the wait, only movie with music? the only movie with surf in it's the name tour? you should know is Surf Ninjas. That's wait, is it a band? <laughs> yeah. Right. I think it's a band. Is it a band? Surf Curse? That's a band, it looks like. I have no idea who the heck that is, though. Looks kind of cool. Interesting. Oh, it's an indie band you should listen to. Disco. Okay, interesting. I may have to check them out. I don't know. Disco. Indie stuff. I'm like indie rock, like here and there. I'll fuck with. Yeah, not like a giant. No. 
it depends what like I guess whatever even your definition of indie is. But, yeah, right. But you know, <laughs> I mean, some some stuff here and there, but it's not my it's not my genre or my scene, so it's kind of hard to be like a. This band, this band, these are my indie bands that I like. like exactly. I, Let's I, just, see how... I, I came across. There's this one band I came across. I to me in my head they would be an indie band. Uh huh. But there's a band. Let's see. It would be like 2010, 2011, 2012 ish. A band called King's Foil. Does that sound familiar? Whoa, yeah, dude. I remember. Yeah, King's Foil. Yeah. Do you remember? Huh. They were famous for. They got yes. not famous, With, but they um... got big. For, they got big for a reason. Yes, the drummer. Um, Frankie Muniz. Yeah, Frankie he played Muniz. drums. Actually he played drums. Dude, he was actually pretty good. And they actually came. They played a. They played a show in San Antonio that I couldn't get out of work to go see when he was actually in the band. Um, but yeah. they, the one record that he was actually on, I loved a lot. Like every single song, I mm-hmm. I still listen. I still jam it to this day. Even a handful of songs from that album are like on my playlist for the bar. Yeah. Uh, like every Monday night, I'm the only bartender and I've got a bar back. Oh, and okay. we kind of, we, we kind of collab on a Monday night playlist Yeah. and we've built it up really big. It's like over 32 hours or something of stuff. Um, <clears throat> but King's foil, I've got like four or five King's foil songs on it. And Oh, no shit. Yeah. It's such a random, I'm glad it actually sounded familiar to you. I didn't want to be the only person who was like, yeah, yeah no, foil. I remember that band and they started like taking off. Like they were doing some shit. They started to a little bit, but then they like broke up and like yeah. Frankie didn't want to. Frankie didn't want to do it anymore. I think that's and what it was, right? Then they broke. Then like they went on without him, but then uh, they turned. They did a name change and a mem- couple member change, and they started some other project basically. And and it just like went, yeah. That <clears throat> yeah, project it just, just wasn't went King's away. Foil. Yeah, yeah, the project just went away. But King's Foil was a cool one. If, if you want to look into something that could be considered an indie, indie yeah. No, Ice pretty Earth. Dope. Ooh. Ice Earth, let's talk, not talk about that. That's, yeah, let's, that we don't guy. have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We don't have to do anything. All right, well, let's, let's end it here. Um, I really do appreciate you doing this with me today. This is fucking great. It's probably my longest episode, three hours. Usually they're really? like anywhere between I mean, an I... hour or between like an hour, a little bit over an hour to like two and a half. I think my longest one was. Eddie oh, you did a two and a half? Huh? You did a two and a half. I figured like, it, like I figured varies. the most was probably like it, I did. The, I watched the I watched the Darius one, and that was yeah. that was like a, an was hour, a, an hour and a half or something. An hour right? and a half, yeah, like hour forty five. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think like Eddie from Suicide Silence was definitely two and a half, two or two hours and forty five minutes. That was a, that was a really oh, good one. Eddie's the fucking man. And then oh yeah, that's a real close one. There's been a few others that were up there too. Oh hot damn! Do you like the Every Time I Die record? Hot damn! Please say yes I do. in chat. Uh, <laughs> you see the, yes. the follow guy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but. <laughs> I love how you're typing this shit in chat. <laughs> okay, good. They responded, though, too. Oh, hot damn, responded. Yes, thank you. Awesome. But <laughs> go to Phenomenon is the best all right i love that record too from every time i die yeah hot damn hot damn's cool but i like the transition into like the southern it. rock kind of phase yeah, into like it. the less the less grindy like spastic stuff spastic yeah because they were like pretty spastic. even dude before hot damn i forget what that record was called <clears throat> that shit was like ridiculous what was it called um, before we go every time i'm looking it up i'm looking it up too <laughs> it was last night in town i love that fucking oh, record wow yeah, last night in town. Jesus, okay. man. Gunner, there are two new songs. Have you heard them yet? Yes, they're fucking amazing. fantastic. 
They're so good. It's unbelievable. Dude, I was, I was still have it. Dude, they still have it, if not better than they ever have. I heard those songs and I was just like. <laughs> yeah, I listened to them so just much. Like, just going like, I was like, dude, they fucking still have it. I listened to them with Paolo on the way to the airport recently. Yeah. And I was like, dude, every time I die, put out two new songs and we have to hear them. And we both were just co- we're like collectively in the car, just like, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dude, damn, and like getting chills like at the end of the songs and stuff. Oh, they, I just they, they both they are still, killer songs. They're still good. I right. just I'm a gutter phenomenon and Big Dirty are my two Big my Dirty's two favorites. Incredible. Big Dirty is great. They're uh, one of the bands that just like they just have it. I I don't even like see them stopping anytime soon. Why should they? It's I not don't even... think they should because I think I think this next record they're gonna they're coming out with is man. I love the way they're doing their their rollout too for it. It's like a, just like a. A silly, like, <laughs> oh, you wanted a song? Well, here's two songs. Yeah, here's like two. A, mm-hmm. I can't wait. And then all of them in the bed and shit together. I know. It's the incredible. band's great. They're like a perfect storm of a band. I know I, I they really it. are. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank you for doing this. If you want to get down with some Call of Duty tonight, give me like a half an hour, forty-five minutes, probably. Yeah, let me. I'll let me text you. Go, I'll yeah, see what Joel's doing too. I'll text him. Get him. Yeah, see what he's doing. Awake. I haven't played in. I haven't played in like. It's been over a month, so I, there might be an update I have to do. So let me. Oh check yeah, on there it probably right is. There is almost, almost certainly. So let me, let me get on that. We're gonna. Uh, but I'm, yeah. I'm down to hop on if you want to, and then a little while. Yeah, check it and see how long it'll take, because you definitely have an update. <laughs> I'll tell yeah, you that yeah, right now. One hundred percent, I've got. You have there, an update. Sure. Um, Scott from Fallujah is actually streaming right now. I've been wanting to raid him. If you guys don't know who Fallujah is, you're crazy. You should probably go listen to Fallujah. Yeah, you need to go. Yeah, you Scott. Need to check out. So started scre- uh, streaming not too long ago. So let's go show him some love. I'm going to start up the raid right now. We're going to bring everyone from this stream into his stream. Um, he's honestly, he's such a good guitarist. And he plays everything. Oh, he's, he's insane. He plays everything at ease. Like, it's incredible how good he is at guitar. Yeah. I don't, I, I still don't understand it. But anyway, he's a great fucking guy. Uh, super, super <laughs> nice. Uh, his streams, his backgrounds are always something fucking ridiculous. Right now, it's not too ridiculous. But oh, yeah, I've been seeing his posts and stuff. Yeah, but anyway, we're gonna go raid him. Thank you, everyone. Uh, my next episode's on Friday from with Chain Brain. Um, he is a Rocksmith streamer on Twitch. He's a great guitarist too. So if you haven't checked out Chain Brain, it is how I'm saying it. Chain Brain, one word. Go check him out. Hey Slosh, thank you for that sub. I appreciate that so much. Um, but anyway. Um, see you then. We're going to go raid Scott from Fallujah. Thank you for being my guest today, Steve. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. All right. Take it easy. Later. All right. There we go. It's going to just bring everyone into there.